I just put petrol on it before I came down to the show anyway. But anyways, I can do it. Give us a quick blast of that. <sighs> right, no worries. Ah, that's fine. Right now, right now. Right, I'm just waiting to start recording. Yeah, I would, I'm just literally sitting in the studio with the boys. Oh, she's Say hi, everyone. Hi. Who is it? It's my mum. Oh, oh Mother Pats, what's happening? Why does it say Dad on there, then? It's <laughs> phone for my dad's phone. Oh, hi. Right, that's fine. Right, I'll catch you up later. Will do. Cheers, Mum. Bye. Bye-bye. I sound terrible. Right, we're all good. This right. is the dumbest preamble <laughs> ever. But all right. just cut all this aye out, aye. Andy. Aye, aye, right. aye. Just make the show yeah. four hours long. So we did have some preamble, but it was total nonsense. Yes. We good? Yeah. Is this the real preamble? This is real. So I won't actually go on my intro now. Okay, no, fire in. I'm, I'm happy to keep prambling. Like, I, there's no pramble. We prambled out. I think you better give them an intro. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, about, it's about that time, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dodds. A special Sunday word with dads. Oh, Live. For the podcast daddy. Nothing diminishes anxiety faster than action. Straight from the big nipper himself. There nice. you go. Nice. <laughs> word. <laughs> Even though I haven't nipped this week, I still got a nip. You got a nip. Yeah. Only nip I've had is a whiskey. That was it. <laughs> to try and get the courage up to nip things. <laughs> yeah. I need what? a nip to get... Nip. Right, what? Yeah. <laughs> got Andy Mack on the ones and twos as per usual. What's happening? And this week, the show is sponsored by Stevie Mac's Skate School. One-to-one lessons, all ages and capabilities are catered for. Get in touch with Stevie Mac's Skate School on Facebook. Don't message me, message him. Message... <laughs> Yes, Mrs. Stevie Mac. Stevie Mac. How are we, everyone? Good. Good, uh, a nice wee Sunday episode. Yeah. Everyone's feeling loose and casual. Speaking of the skate park, I was just driving by, um, I just dropped Daisy off with my man Stoops, who looks after because um, we're going down to London tomorrow. And um, on the way here, I drove by the skate park and the shows are in town. Mm. Have you seen that? It's the Cadona's ones as well. Is, is that so special? Is that like... that's the like the, the fun park up in Aberdeen? So that's what, is it the one in Aberdeen? That on a rating of like one to five, those are the ones that are rated about a two. Ah, so yeah. it's like a step up from yeah. the usual. It's shite. a slightly less shite version. <laughs> like you've not got jippos who are looking to stab you. These people are actually employed, but the raids are still pish. Yeah, you, you, you might die. It's you not a guaranteed. Die, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go to the shows when I was younger. Why? It's a long story, but my mum and dad were just... They had good reason, but they thought they were dangerous. They, uh, uh, yeah. I, don't, dangerous. I can't really tell this. I'll tell you guys off mic, but like it was... Uh, oh, I'd like to know this. Well, if we can cut us out, because it's, it's not my story to tell, but my dad. Such oh, yeah, I don't, laugh, I don't plenty of other things, but that was just the one, like... The weird thing was they would let me go down the skate park, which mm-hmm. was right next to the shows. Yeah. So I would go to the shows, but... Wasn't meant They'd to. let you go someplace where you could split your whole, own head open rather yeah. than yeah. have somebody else it It was funny though because Connie and I were talking about it like two days ago when we, when we saw it and I was like, oh man, I don't want to go there. I was like, I definitely want to bring the girls there. I was like, maybe not right now, maybe like later mm-hmm. on in the week. And then as I was coming back in, we, we were driving down. What's that street that splits the inch and then where the shows are, whatever that street is? Uh, where Tesco's is. Oh, so, South Street. So, South Street. 
Oh, is that South Street? No, that's where Tesco is. Oh, that's Edinburgh Road. Edinburgh, Edinburgh Road. Road, yes. So we're oh. driving down that way, and I was like, oh, shit, the girls are going to see it. So Connie's like, what's that in the park? I'm pointing to the, like, the left side where the inch is. And I was like, is that a bear? And they were like, where? They were both leaning over, looking out the window like, is that a bear? Where are and then I finally made the left turn. I was like, oh, no, I must have been the dog or something. That's fine. <laughs> we get Connie pulling out the bum picks already. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I respect that. I'm like, yes, <laughs> don't have to go to the shows. Me and uh, it was a couple of years ago, me and Megan were sat having a drink in her mum and dad's back garden, and we heard the shows, and we decided to go down because we'd had a couple of scoops. Yeah. By the time we got down there, it was only open for about 45 minutes, and you could see all like the the young teens in that gutted because the shows were shut, and they're going to have to get their buses home. So we were like, that's a shame. And I was like, no, wait a minute. We're old enough to go to the pub. Fuck these guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, teens. Uh, some good feedback off Mama Pat's last week. She really enjoyed herself. Oh, good. Um, I t- <laughs> I didn't realise I absolutely fucked it in the Patreon. Claire pulled us up, pulled me up about that. About, seen the IMs? No, what was it? <laughs> so, apparently, Andy goes, "This is uh, the third part of the Patreon," and I just went, "Numero cuatro. Oh yeah, <laughs> I di- I responded to that actually. Yeah, you did say that, and I was like, "I'm not going to bust him on it." Hopefully, nobody will hear it anyway. That's funny. Not absolutely funny. <laughs> <laughs> Numero cuatro. That was good fun. Some nice words. Yeah, Mama Pat says she she, she never. Has been interested in having a bucket list, but it's something she's glad she's done. We need to have her back on. I feel like we didn't actually like interview her. No, I, I didn't know if she was up for it, or I didn't know if you were up for it. So <laughs> I, I kind of sat I, back. I kind of felt like I got off light last week. I thought I was going to get slayed. Yeah, I was yeah. pretty sure that was coming. She had a few <clears throat> digs at you though. <laughs> she did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was one line in the, the Patreon episode that absolutely killed me. What was that? <laughs> That's what happens when you think we are dick. <laughs> Mama Pats. I got a message off Andy Henderson. He was just absolutely <laughs> wetting himself. Um, do we have the Patreon list? Are we, are we prepared to shout at those people? Oh, yeah. Let's let's crack on with that. I have the Patreon. Oh, you got it ready oh, to go? I got it here. Oh, we got 12 now, eh? Yeah. Look at us. New editions. Okay, so. Let's welcome them. <laughs> welcome to Chopstick69. We know who that is. Who's that? Isn't that Claire? Oh, is it? <laughs> 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 it's Claire. Yeah. Shout out to Craig McCaffrey. Davey Forrett, Cal McLaughlin, Rogowski, the Ralph Meister, and it fucking shut itself down on my phone. Carry on, Mike. Uh, Roddy Vader, Stephen Tosh, Andy Henderson, of course, Nate Black, Ali Cook. Uh, Ali Cook put extensive feedback on our last episode. We should yeah. maybe touch on that. Rachel and... Hi, Rachel. Uh, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. And uh, Fraser Reeve. Like Reeve Dog. Nice. Yeah, I was uh, I was getting I was actually messaging back and forth with Ali Cook earlier today because he uh, he told his story about how he was out with his family and uh, someone's kid went running past him and the father shouted Bono, come here. <gasps> no, Bono. Bono. Oh, that's terrible. He's, I can only imagine his other son was called the Edge. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other feedback? Uh, yeah, just looking at the the Facebook post, uh, Jason West, uh, another great episode, guys. Uh, we'll get you guys around my tabletop for a session now that I'm back in the area. So we were talking about um, those games. What was it? What was the game? Dungeons Dungeon and, and Dragons. Yeah, we were talking about that last week. Uh, he says that it'll be great, and he says he's going to make me a believer. Does he so, do? Uh, does he do them? Oh uh, yeah, he plays them. Because well, I've been messaging back and forth with Stevie Mac as well. Because he's dead. He messaged me as soon as he left the episode. He's like, ah, need to get a D&D session with the boys. And he yeah. kens a dungeon master as well. What's a dungeon? That, that sounds, sounds really kinky. Yeah. kinky yeah. <laughs> like, dungeon so master. A, a dungeon master is apparently someone who doesn't play, mm-hmm. but like orchestrates the game. So it's like based on a story. Yeah. And your characters make decisions. Okay. Based on the story. So 
you need a dungeon master to sort of officiate the game. So they're not an active player. So how many people can play at one time here? I think you can have quite a few. You can have like seven or eight. You probably have loads. But um, And a boy, I, a guy I work with in the office, I messaged him because I knew it was a really weird day. So I said to message, I was like, do you have time for a completely non-work-related query? He's like, all right. I was like, do you still play Dungeons and Dragons? And he sent me like three YouTube videos. <laughs> And so yeah, that'd, that'd be good. That'd be a good wee bit of Patreon bonus shit. <laughs> we'll just video it. Just yeah. Record us playing for hours and hours on end. I'll be done with that. What else you got? I'm um, just gonna go through Ali uh, Ellie Cook's posts. Um, so because last week we were talking oh, about that. So I've not seen it yet, but I've just that's seen a lot, you scroll yeah. up <laughs> six times with your thumb there. Too long to read. <laughs> yeah, t- t- Jesus, a big one. No, um, we were talking about eggs, and I was a little annoyed last week because I saw another article that said eggs are bad for you now. And um, right. you did you mention something about milk too? No, I, I mentioned that like when looking for a dairy replacement, all the studies have been done by different oh, gotcha. milk people. So. Uh, Ali Cook says, <laughs> uh, first he says, holy shit, you guys are really going to have to do more reading before you tackle the, in quotes, are eggs good or bad? Nah. What's the best milk alternative stuff? Nah. This is a uh, post-facts podcast. Yeah, it's so. all very fine and well being able to sit there and listen to something and then sit in Google articles. Yeah, and send them in. It's like, you know, <laughs> I do feel bad because when I used to have Wi-Fi and we did this, I could fact check and drop bombs on you, but now I don't have that. So if I don't know something, it's like, I'm yeah. not going to say, don't man. Want you facts. can only speculate. <laughs> the people the people want patter. They don't want facts. So on the milk, it says, uh, Jordan, there's nothing wrong with full-fat milk. In fact, if you were to only drink skim milk, you're reducing your fat intake but enriching your sugar intake. Because we were talking about putting sugar in everything. Maybe that wasn't here. Uh, Milk is made up of sugar, lactose, fats, and proteins. If you remove the fat element, let's call it 4%, then you have have also removed 4% of your pint. To make the pint whole, you have to replace it with more protein, water, and lactose. Uh, there is more evidence to suggest that full fat milk is more thirst quenching, hydrating than uh, thirst quenching and hydrating than skim milk because the fats slow the progress of the milk through the digestive tract, allowing your body to allow your body to take on board more water and nutrients. I only just put milk in my coffee, man. So I, I just do it because it tastes good. But when I'm thirsty, I don't think to myself, mm, a big old glass of milk. Some people do. I, I can't. Did you did you say Andy? Didn't you say that? Okay. Nah, no, well, Matt McEwen, when he's hungover, he like uh, demolishes milk. I can't have anything like that when I'm hungover. Like it's, I know for a fact it's just gonna like. I just sit there. I just picture it like going down. If I was hungover, just going down my gullet into my stomach and then just hitting some tequila, whatever I drink, and it's mm-hmm. instantly curdling and just coming right back out. Yeah, that's why I, I stay away from dairy. I also don't drink caffeine when I'm hungover either. Yeah, I because, skip out on coffee too because my heart's already. Beating in my chest. You got a gammy heart? No, it works fine. Hey. <laughs> uh, number two, eggs. The dietary cholesterol in eggs does not directly translate does not directly translate to blood cholesterol levels. Cholesterol serves multiple roles in the body, I believe. Primarily, it carries hormones around, hormones like oxytocin, the stuff that makes you happy and in love or feel love, cortisol, uh, makes you wake up and is the primary adrenaline fight or flight hormone, insulin, uh, regulates blood sugar and many, many more. When cholesterol is loaded up with hormones, that it's it is high density cholesterol. It's got some heft and easy to push around your cardiovascular system. When it's delivered, it's pay when it's delivered its payload, it becomes empty, i.e. low density cholesterol. At this point, it becomes easy for it to stick to the walls of your blood vessels and plaque up. It's harder to move off the walls of your blood vessels and it's not very active because your blood flow is not sufficiently strong to sweep it up. 
Um, and there's some more stuff. I'm going to stop you there, mate, because I've yeah, lost, you've lost yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to get to the part where. So if you hear your DP say, "Yeah, eggs are bad for you," maybe look into it. If it's on BuzzFeed, jog on. Jog on. So basically, <laughs> fuck BuzzFeed. We were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ali. Yes, thank you, Ali. Don't know if I summarized that properly or not. Also, feedback. Um, we didn't do this last week, which is my fault because we all discussed the poll that went up about the show being too long. Mm. It was a resounding, Keep you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> People were just annoyed about folk not knowing how to use the pause button. Yeah, yeah. I was the only person that voted for two one-hour shows. <laughs> By the time I voted, I was at three. It was three percent after I voted, just because I felt sorry that nobody had voted for that. Aww. So I was like, oh, I'll put, I'll give it one vote. But no, I resounded. Getting the resounded. Vote on, Aye, so keeping it as it is. Also, another poll this week for Bruni. Bruni. Much closer. Poll it was a lot one. closer, wasn't it? It was closer than I expected it to be. But all was you it, fucking. Was it finished fifty-three forty-seven? You wish, mate. Fifty-one forty-nine. Yeah. Fifty-one forty-nine was 51. it? 90, about ninety-eight votes. Someone swept in there by a ninety-third minute winner there for the Bruni before it closed. I, I was just I was perplexed by Davy Orange's comments. That <laughs> oh, boy, what did he say? He said he doesn't rate Brown as a player at all. He's not really that. Yeah, good. he's not really a really good player. His stats he? and his success rate is unbelievable. You can't you can't say he's not a good player. He's gonna chub you, Davy O, when he sees you. <laughs> Too much Celtic talk. I was buzzing though. I got him a week. Unbelievable. That was my favourite comment. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I shout Stevie O. Staunch. <laughs> Uh, as they come. <laughs> what the, uh, who else was somebody was winding him up on there? Who was oh, it? Oh, there was, was it Craig McCaffrey. There was someone that was that was just trolling calling. Yeah, I was like, I'll leave him alone. I was like, you're worse than Br- than Bruni. Jeez, oh. Um, I think Rangers. There was a Rangers finished two 0 today. I think. I think they won two 0 So yeah, Motherwell when I left. Celtic won no no yesterday. I oh, okay. No no. So it's still will be eleven points clear now. Mm-hmm. Eh, well. So who's number two? Rangers. Oh, they are. 11 points behind. So they'll end up playing for the championship, will they? Right. Or does it not matter? It's, it's, it's the same could have to lose most of their games and Rangers have to win all their games. Ah, okay. So it's not. So, I mean, it's, it's not sewn up yet, but like, I'm not going to say anything until the league's definitely won because. Yeah, you will. I've, no. <laughs> because what was it? It was a few years ago, Celtic were about 12 points behind Rangers at Christmas at the start of December. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of December, Celtic were like five points ahead. So until it's, it's not, it ain't over till it's over. Nothing is over. It ain't over you till it's get, over. You didn't generally get league medals and that handed out in March, so you just got to keep, well, it's even fucking it's April now, man. So <coughs> I know, but. You just got to keep grinding it. But, I mean, 11 points, you've got a fancy. When's the split? After sorry, net, so That was the first announced. game of the yeah, split. Yeah, yeah, What, today was the no, first no, game? Uh, no, it wasn't. The weekend. That, the fixtures so are next weekend. Yeah. So next weekend's the first weekend of the split. Is that right? Yeah, and the Celtic have got the semi-final against Aberdeen. Yeah, next so Sunday. there's only 15 points left to play for then. Mm. So, yeah, it'll be wrapped up in a week. If not next week, the week after. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, we'll get the sports anyway. Yeah. Uh, what else? What's been going on this week, guys? So, um, yesterday, Skylar had her first uh, failed online delivery. Semi-failed online delivery. How, how do you guys feel about that? Like, when you order something online, are you kind of, like, waiting at the door for it? I, I still, even at... 34 years old, I'm still like, oh, man, I'm waiting for this thing to come. I, I, I just like to, be, to track a wee parcel. Yeah, it's good how Amazon do that, isn't it? Yeah. I like the wee lockers you get nowadays as well. Though that, that That is good, yes. The especially Morrison's if no in the garage. Going. That's brilliant, man. Andy Mac, what about you? Like, Because you order a lot of music equipment and shit, so are you, are you sitting by the front door like, oh, man, come on. When it comes, it comes. There you go. When, it, when the door, when the guy traps the door... Fucking happy I wish, days. I wish I had your like your your coolness about stuff like I'm like 
I'm so impatient for everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm, I am quite impatient, but like at the same time, it's like, well, I know it's coming on Tuesday, so fucking just wait till it comes. Hopefully, it's no a seven o'clock one. I'll get it at like half eleven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. it gets like half three, then I start to get a little bit right. What the fuck is this? Peeking guy at the doing? curtains. Where's my parcel at? <laughs> I think if you get to that sort of stage, like going into tea time and it's not come, then you're starting to get. You're like, fuck! I've been sat in the house all day, man. Like I can't do anything. I always get worried though because depending on what it is, where our flat is, the flat next to us, like neither of our flats have numbers on them, which is something I should really rectify. Yeah. But like the flat next to us, like the guy who owns it's a fucking mink. Like he doesn't like, like he owns it. He doesn't treat it like he pure bumps. It's like a four and a block. Yeah. So there was work needing done on the roof and the the foundations. And he was dinging everybody because obviously the cost split four ways. Oh. And he was just dinging every cunt. And like, you walk past and you can see in the room, man, eh, and it's pure, like, absolute minky. Uh. So I'm always terrified that anything I've ordered is going to get put through his letterbox. And that's it. Rather than my own. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get it. Oh, that'd fuck me up. So Skyla, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Skyla got some money for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Skyla, my oldest daughter, for our new listeners. So, um, she was. She wanted to get. It's like a basically like a coloring book, right. but the person who was a YouTuber that she likes, she made this coloring book, and then there's like different uh, like instructions for each page. It was like, oh, on this page, draw a flower, and then on this page, draw a flower with your left hand, or just coloring the whatever. It's just it's like basically mm. just a coloring book for ten pounds, which is yeah, ridiculous. Fair so um, so um, I ordered it for her on Thursday, and it said it was coming Saturday, and oh my god, couldn't even sleep Friday night. She was fucking buzzing. Oh my god, it's coming, it's coming, coming. Finally fell asleep. And then I'm, I get the messages from Amazon, like, oh, it'll be delivered at eight stops. And then she's like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. So she's she's doing what I do, waiting by the door, waiting by the door. And then I get an alert that says, I, no, I, actually, I look at the front window and I see the Amazon guys. So now they all drive around in fucking white transit vans now. Mm-hmm. You can't tell if they're from Amazon. They're just delivery dudes. So I see him go into the flat next door to me, come out, and then go into the next building and come out, get in his car and drive off. And then I get an alert to say that it's been hand-delivered to someone at the door. And I was like, oh, that's strange. I didn't get it. So now she's like, oh, where is it? She's like, and then I show her the alert. And I was like, oh, it says it's been hand-delivered. I was like, I'll go and, and see what's going on. I'll check maybe next, the same flat position next door. Maybe they delivered mm-hmm. to the wrong place. So Scott was like, all right. So we go over there, look for it. No one answers. Going to the next building around, same flat position. No one answers. Now she's a fucking mess. Total meltdown in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Let's calm down. We'll find it. So then we go, uh, I go up, uh, I call Amazon actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazon has a really cool setup where, where like you go through their app, if you say you haven't gotten something, you just tap a button and they call you back, which is pretty cool. Anyway, um, they say, the guy was like, oh, they say it was hand delivered to your place. And then he was like, oh wait, hold on. Then he put me on hold, came back and then he said, oh no, it was delivered to next door, the upper left flat. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, why, why? would it be there if it says my flat number and... <laughs> Like, that's a pain in the ass. And he was like, oh, sorry about that. He's like, we'll just refund you if you don't get it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. So I went over there, knocked, no one answered. But then I ended up going to speak with one of the neighbors, and the guy was like, oh, the lady downstairs gets quite a few packages, and if she gets it, then, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get it for you and bring it back. And I was like, that's cool. Skyla's fucking melting down by this point, throwing herself on the floor. Oh, my God. Why does this always happen to me? My life is terrible. I hate it. And I was like, Skyla, please. So for the first hour, I I felt bad because, like I said, I feel the same way. I'm like, damn, you know, when you order something that doesn't come on time, I mean, I certainly don't throw a tantrum anymore. Not since I was, you know, 34. But uh, (laughs) That last year's really matured. Yeah, it's really matured me. I put hair on my chest. So, um... 
finally, I was like, oh, look, I got to get out of here. I was like, I, I can't listen to her scream about this. We're in hour three of her having a meltdown. So I went to go take Daisy out for a walk. And then she was like, I'll go with you. So <laughs> we get halfway around the block. She's like, why does it have to happen to me? I was like, look, Skylar, if you're going to come with me, we're not going to have this conversation for another fucking block. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> so then she was cool. She was cool. She was cool. And then once we got back, we went like an hour walk. And we came back. And guess what was fucking at the house? The book. The book came through. The old guy found it. Brought it back over. He probably had it. He's probably halfway through calling it. He was like, oh, she looked pretty sad. I'm going to bring it back. No. Nice guy. Brought it back. And uh, he gave it to my mom. And all is right with the world now. Shit. I would just tell So, le- lesson to be learned. What was going through my mind the entire time was, would be that if I did something like that in the future, mm-hmm. I would just tell the kids that it was actually meant to be coming a day later. So, when it comes a day early, you'd be Ooh. like, oh, I'll just phone Amazon and see if I can get them to drop it off a bit early for you, will I? <laughs> Uh, that makes you look good. Makes you oh, look Andy. like a fucking champ. Man. That's a fucking awesome move. Why bro. is Andy a better dad than either of us? I don't know. I don't know. I'm the dad you never had. <laughs> but you're title, title, title. You're all da, Andy I'm, Mac. You're all da, Andy Mac. That's going to be a new intro. <laughs> you're all da on the ones and twos. Agony. Oy, oy. Agony Andy, you're all da. You're all da. That's a good idea, though. Like You should try that, but oh, I bet you were just thinking, man, <laughs> Of all the hangs of the day. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I just oh, want to get to London tomorrow. I don't want <laughs> Just talking about kids. I had, a pure, I had a panic the other day. So Riley was away with his granny last week. Okay. So I, I said to him, I was like, look, pal, go and try and be a wee bit better at texting. So, <laughs> like, if I text you or your granny texts you, don't just read it and put it down. Try and engage in a conversation. like Because that's why they're reaching out to you. So You're the only parent trying to get his kid to use their phone more, device more. Everyone ah, else is like, no. no. I'm trying to get him to use it for what it's for rather than just sitting glued to porn. fucking YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not quite there yet, but he'll, he'll get there. He'll get Speaking there. of porn, can I interrupt? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard that that porn wall didn't go up. <laughs> it's on the way, though, I heard. Does I heard up. it was April 1st. And someone told me that it is not on there. You can just go on to uh, any of these sites. I, would, I wouldn't know, surf. Michael. Yeah. I wouldn't know either. Someone told me. You know what I mean? Someone stopped me in the I street. I can confirm it's true. <laughs> I'll confirm it for the boys here. Because they look on their faces and their, their red cheeks tell no, me like everything I, say, I like need to know. Like I say, Megan's been away for the last week. So, yes, uh, I know that it's, it's working correctly. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so... I surprisingly I get a text for the wee man the other day, like out of the blue, which never happens. He never, never engages me in text conversation. Mm-hmm. He's text, "Hi dad, guess what I'm listening to?" What? And I went, "What?" And he goes, "Your podcast." And hey! I, I immediately phoned him. I was like, "Look, pal, <laughs> turn that shit off." Because I was not. I was like, I was really buzzing because he's he was like, it's the best thing I've heard. Aww. And I was just like, I was like, right, what were you listening to? Because I was worried he was going to listen to one where we talk about like Santa Claus. Oh, okay. All and right. I couldn't remember. Yeah. So I was like, look, pal, what to do? I thought he knew. No. Oh, he doesn't know. No, he's oh. not. He's not confirmed it back to me. Yet. Okay. 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 But I was sort of because like, I knew most of the other things would go over his head, so I'm not really bothered if he listens or not because he hears me swear, he hears <laughs> other people swear. He's a kid. He probably swears around his pals anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I phoned him. I was like, "Look, pal, didn't he listen to it just now? Because there's a lot of swearing." But what I'll do is I'll download a few episodes for you, and we'll listen together. And then you can listen with me. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, it was the immediate part, like fuck, because I didn't want to like <laughs> stop listening because it yeah. would have been that thing like. Okay. okay. I was just, you know, I was really excited to listen to your podcast because I miss you. And I was like, oh, fuck, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, little man. Yeah, but that caught me off. But um, So I phoned them as well. I phoned them to tell them I got them Avengers tickets. Nice. Yeah. I feel kind of, I feel, I've done a bit of a shitty thing. Uh Uh-oh. So I've I've booked tickets. We got one. (laughs) Sorry, mate. (laughs) No, so I've I've booked tickets. uh, Because last time when I took them, 
One of one of Megan's pals said it's quite dark for a comic book film like Infinity War the, the first part it's quite dark so Riley yeah. might get a little bit freaked out and I was like ah, he'll be fine when he's seen all the other ones mm-hmm. but it was the first five minutes spoilers if you've not seen it some guy gets really viscerally choked to death wait this is the first one you mean? oh okay alright yeah, I was going to yeah. say how, how did you see the second in one? in Infinity War yeah so Riley literally just jumped into my lap Aww. and spent like the whole film just like a bit because the stakes are quite high and for a kid yeah, who's watched this film where these people are like invincible? It does get off to a fast start. Yeah, yeah. so like, so like, I'm justifying what I've done is I've booked tickets to the midnight premiere uh, on the Wednesday, but I'm not telling Riley that I'll have seen it before him. Uh, but, but like I say, I just want to sort of preempt it. Yeah. Also, I'm so fucking excited for this film. That, <laughs> don't don't lie. Oh yeah, like so I've got tickets to go and see it on Saturday with Riley, but there was no danger I was waiting a full two days to go yeah. and see this because like. It's the same with like Game of Thrones. Obviously, that premieres the ne- last season starts next week. Yeah. But me and Megan have decided to get up at five o'clock every Monday to watch it before we go to work. Oh, okay. Because it means you don't have to sit and stay off your phone or some prick in the office has already watched it and drops a spoiler. I found that people are pretty good with spoilers with shit like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's to take the chance because, like, I'm, yeah, you don't I, want to take the I, chance. I, I don't right. want it to ruin because I'm heavily invested in these stories. Yeah. You're bumping the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> we have headphones. The on. headphones in. I'm hearing like do 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 do. But um, aye, so, but we've got we've got a wee thing here about the end game. So, Mike, you want to take the lead on this one because uh, which one? The the tickets. Oh yeah. So, I put it on my Facebook page. So anyone who follows me would have seen this, but uh, it was on BuzzFeed. People have been buying tickets, and I saw the frenzy when the tickets first went on sale on is it Fandango? Yeah. yeah uh, that's, just, oh, it's just, an American just, ticket site. Yeah. yeah. And people were buying these tickets up, and they have like a like a cool waiting page. It's kind of like if you're buying tickets to like a, an event on yeah, Ticketmaster yeah, yeah. or something. And the people are reselling them. I, they they had them listed for up to ten thousand pounds dollars. Why? What? Why? Like, first of all, like, are why? You, well, are, why not? It's more the question is why would anybody buy them? Yeah, exactly. Why would you do that? Offered, first time seeing Endgame with a beautiful blonde. There to look after you for the entirety of the film. <laughs> look after you. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I, I don't get, like you say, Andy, but why would anyone buy that? Because they want, they've got enough money and they want to, they want to see it bad enough. That's got to be it. Just to say, look, I pay, I, I want to see this so bad that I pay this amount and yeah, money's like, no object. Well, I guess well, Chuff went on and bought tickets like that for the midnight one. But like, we'll say like that. I think they were like the last five tickets there by the time she got on. Yeah. And then I'm, my brother bought tickets for the wrong day on the Saturday, so I'm taking them off him. Take Riley because uh-huh. I imagine it's going to be difficult to get in that first week. Why? How did he buy tickets from the wrong one? Well, he he forgot he had something on the Saturday. Gotcha. So okay. he bought a family ticket, which is why I've now got a spare adult ticket going because I never thought about it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited for this one. But yeah, I don't get why people would watch would pay that much for a film ticket. Which wait another few days and you're going to get to see it. I just don't understand why folk pay for film tickets full stop. But yeah. that's because I don't do it. But I just look at it. It's just so grossly overpriced. Even it though, is. Never mind paying 10 grand for a ticket. I've seen that. Megan just went and got the, the Meerkat movies. Yeah. So you get the, you get your insurance. You compare the, compare the market, you get like half price films for a year. But the thing is as well. It's it, only on certain days though. No. Is it not? No, you, can even get it on, it was, you can even get it on cheap day. Oh, I thought it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the thing is as well, you can, there's a wee trick for you. You want to get the cheapest travel insurance you can get, which is about five quid. Yeah. And then that's you got half price films for the rest of the year, even if you're going nowhere. Yeah, hey, good idea. Excellent. A little tip that's, for you. you that's a really good one. Huh? See? Yeah. I knew Andy Mack would like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm just absolutely gutted that I've got no interest in all <laughs> <laughs> <cinema> tickets. <laughs> I, I like going to this. I'm starting to appreciate going to someone now. Like, yeah. 
You guys but, have got kids, so I think. Well, it's not well, even like, so much because like, I, I like there's certain films that I want to go and see on the big screen, like mm. the new the new Stephen King one, that pet the remake of oh, Pet Cemetery. I want to see that on the screen because, like, it's easy to watch a horror film in your house, but it's quite easy to make yourself feel safe. Yeah. Do you know you're watching a really scary film and you maybe keep a light on? So yeah. you're going to get too wrapped up in it. But when you go to the cinema... Not since I was like nine. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shit, but I guess... You, I don't know if you watch horror, mate. Horrors, mate. I do, but I don't need to leave an eye on it. Well, that's what I'm saying, but you immerse <laughs> yes, yourself Mike. in it. <laughs> yes. But yes, that's what I'm saying, but like, when you're in the cinema, you can't, do you know what I mean? You're, you end up getting right engrossed in it because the oh, sound's okay. brilliant, the picture's yeah, great, yeah. it's a dark room, and you can feel the tension because you can feel everyone else around you going, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> so like, there's certain films I want to see. Like Other ones, like... That Shazam, I'm not super bored about seeing that. I'll Me probably neither. wait for that to come out on DVD. Wasn't that the one Sh- Shaq was in at one point, Shazam? No, that was a different Shazam. Oh, okay. That's the one where he's a genie. I was like, why is there a white guy doing this? A big black Shaq was doing it the first time. Like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> it's the reverse Nick Fury. So the character that uh, Samuel L. Jackson plays in the Avengers, mm-hmm. he was originally a white character. Oh. And he was... Lit- he was he oh, is, yeah, I knew that. He's now yeah. black in the comics because they changed it so that Samuel L. Jackson would do the role. Oh, okay. Because they wanted him for the role, so like it was the reverse. That's some power for you. Yeah. <laughs> Big out shout to Samuel L. Um, what else have we got on this week? Just talking about Marvel. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, because we didn't touch on this when you first put it in. Yeah, so um, James Gunn was a... Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, Andy, Matt. We talked about the director of Guardians of the Galaxy getting sacked for some old tweets. Yeah, folk on Twitter just lost their minds, didn't Aye, they, if but, I remember correctly. Shock. But he's now been rehired and... Like I, I think he's he's done well in the fact that, and I, this is a problem with a lot of people who do shit that, and they don't apologise for it in the past as well. That he's shown that like yeah, I was an arsehole back then, but I've done all these things to grow as a person. Yeah. And they don't try and justify their actions, but they try and explain them. Yeah. Whereas the problem with a lot of people nowadays is they justify. But then he didn't have to justify because it, it was a joke anyway. Which it was, it was a joke yeah. in the fact he got sacked in the first place. But the fact that they've rehired him, I think, shows that it was just a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. To the backlash that he got on Twitter. I don't understand how they could rehire him if they deemed that he was out of order enough to have fired him in the first place. Well, the issue is, is that they didn't hire anyone after they fired him. Mm. So they kind of were in need of a director anyway. And they were like, well, I guess he didn't do anything that bad because we got to get these films turned well, out quickly. Maybe that's a deliberate <laughs> ploy. Maybe that's quite a quite oh, deliberate yeah. tactic. Let's sack you, but we'll sit on the sidelines for a few months. Well, I think and then... they realised they and cocked then no one up. gives a shit. Yeah, yeah that's I the way to do it. Everybody's forgotten about it. They realised as well they cocked up because like all of the usually in this situation like collaborators like all the actors in the Guardians films signed an open letter. Yeah, siding with James Gunn, and that's not the type of thing that you would see. I mean, usually in these situations, yeah, you don't yeah. have like people always be like, "Oh yeah, we miss him," but like they were actually outspoken and wanting him back. And the two Guardians films are two of my favourite movies ever. And I would have been gutted if the trilogy wasn't done by James Gunn as well. Yeah, just the way he writes the films, the comedy and the heart and the music's fucking fantastic. Yeah, so that's the trilogy I want to see. So I was buzzing when he got rehired. I know, yeah, that, that's good. I mean, this whole thing about digging into people's tweets and finding what they said about ten years ago is like. Well, who was the, who was the boy that just switched to playing for England? Declan Rice. He was an Irish international. Oh, is he know the one that James McLean was getting pelters yeah. to recently? Yeah, uh, okay. he, so he went. He started playing for the England national team rather than the Irish national team. But someone dug up tweets for him when he was oh, sixteen, saying "up the ra" yeah. and things like that. And it's just like, what, what does "up the ra" mean for our international audience? Up the IRA. Oh. I'm not touching on that. No. Anyway, but, um, 
But it's, it's like you, you think back yourself about the shit you used to post on social media when you were 15, 16. Yeah, the children. Back, even now, see if I'm looking through my memories on Facebook and I see something, I'm like, ah, nah, that's getting too fucked. I'll delete yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I, start doing that. I don't know what it was like to post on social media when I was 15 or 16 because mm. it didn't exist nah. when I was 15 or 16. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, like you think but about the, the things you've done when you were 15 or 16 compared to being an adult. Yeah. The, the I can only imagine th- probably some of the crap I would have posted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You <laughs> I only can only f- imagine. So, like, you can't really judge someone on their actions as a teenager because, as a teenager, male or female, your brain is not functioning correctly. Mm-hmm. You are literally geared out your nut on hormones and fucking confusion. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't get... It's the best mix. <laughs> <laughs> that's a night out, Andy, Mac. Oh, yes. Hormones <laughs> of confusion. Yeah, I, I'm just glad he's back, to be honest with you, because I, I thought it was a knee-jerk reaction. And there's a difference between someone actually doing something, like people who have been accused of crimes in their past yeah. or actual offensive behaviour and actually acting stuff, whereas he typed out some words on a fucking Twitter page. Yeah. Meant as a joke. If you didn't find it funny, don't unfollow laugh. him. Yeah, unfollow, unfollow him if yeah. you don't find it funny. Unless someone's actually perpetrating something horrible, yeah. I'm not really that bothered. There are plenty of people saying shitty stuff in 2019 for us to be angry about instead of digging back into somebody else's past to find some other what stuff. What about fucking Cardi B? How's she not been cancelled? I know. Uh, well, people were trying. <laughs> Do you not hear about that? People yeah, I did. Yeah, I, well, let's, well, well, let's unpack it. Yeah, so she tweeted about back when she was a stripper Yeah. that men would ask them ask her to have sex with her, with her for money. Mm-hmm. She would say yes. She would then drug them and rob them. Yeah. Now, and I said this, and everyone I've spoke to completely agrees with me. It would be worth it. Male or fe- <laughs> <laughs> but any male or female I've asked about this has said the exact same thing. Like, That's fucking horrendous. It's, it is. It's However, terrible. However, if a man said that... Yep. Uh-uh, game over. Yeah. Pro- probably because I think maybe the difference is that she was drugging them and robbing them, whereas a guy would probably be assumed to be drugging raping. them and raping them. But even if a guy, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. so if you're assuming that the guy would do that, but even if they want that, still be that person would be career over, surely. Yeah, she was getting heavily compared to Bill Cosby because he was drugging and raping people, and drugging and raping, I think, is a lot worse than drugging and robbing someone. Mm-hmm. And the people were saying it, it's. Uh, because, oh, well, they, they were participating in an illegal act. And it's kind of like, yeah, but it's prostitution. It's yeah. like, they, <laughs> there's it's no losers the, in this, except for these guys the now. The oldest job in the world. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. I just, I was, I was more upset about the fact that there wasn't a bigger backlash against her. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what, now, I'm, I'm all for, like I've talked about a million things before, I'm all for that type of shit being ended, but, a bit of consistency in the game. If it's not okay for guys to do it, it shouldn't be okay for lassies to do it. Should I agree. Simple, it's not. It? It's at, the end of the, at the end of the day, it's not okay for anyone Anybody to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, but, but yeah, I know what you mean. I want the backlash was not as. It wasn't as severe. All encompassing. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna get myself into that brew, Andy Mag. Yeah. I think that if it was a guy, this is like Joe Rogan. He's eh? just like getting up, putting the is. headphones down. The water <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I think that if it was a guy, like oh they definitely would have been. Uh, yeah, I'll take one actually. I think that if it was a guy, he definitely would have been like dropped from the label or, oh, or something doubt. like that. Probably would have been re-signed because they would he would have been like, "Look, I did this when I was younger and I didn't know any better." But you know what? Rappers talk about shit like that all the time. Not um, Fifty Cent and um, Rick Ross got in trouble for talking about putting ecstasy in a girl's drink, and yep. Fifty Cent talk about beating up 
beating up women. You know what I mean? He has There's a history a for beating up women. You know what I mean? A so rappers. I, I guess guys somewhat do get they get away with it, especially in hip hop. Hip hop get away gets away with a lot, actually. But then again, it's, it's <laughs> saying so something on a song or a tweet. It's yeah, and then there's actually having done it. You can claim artistic license, I yeah. guess. Well, yeah. Eminem, Kim, on the first album, that entire song is him kidnapping yeah. and murdering his wife, and then driving away with their toddler great daughter. Yeah. Great song, fucking intense song, but that wouldn't a, fly now. It's no. a song though. It's Twenty years old, that song as well. That's yeah. what Mike's saying. That's a great point, man. It wouldn't and when we ride. I mean, it, it probably could fly now. It's not like it, it was necessarily a single or anything like that. It was a performance piece, basically. It was yeah. like it was like a it was like a yeah. skit almost. Do you know what I mean, it was the actual music and lyrics interchanged with. I thought it was like a, a sign of the time, speaking of Eminem, where there's a guy who's running... World champ. <laughs> oh, sorry, just a wee interject. Mandy Max drinking the... Sponsored Stone by... Cherry and Plum. Uh, Flavoured water. I am all about that cherry and plum. Cherry and plum right. daft. <laughs> um, there's a guy running for for a president. Uh, he was the... I think he's the mayor... Yeah, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, Pete Buttigieg. He's a gay dude. And um, he was up at one of the radio stations, hip-hop stations, talking about uh, how he listens to Eminem. Uh, and then one of the guys was like, "Well, that kind of conflicts with what you stand for because you're, uh, you know, you're a gay guy, and Eminem has a lot of anti-gay stuff in his lyrics." And he was like, "He goes, yeah, he does. He's like, but that's that's music. But also in Eminem's music, what what he says, what I took from it more was that Eminem was from the Midwest and like kind of searching for that identity within hip hop and like a white person, a white guy, white male in the Midwest, kind of trying to struggle for whatever. He's like, I identify with that." And I was like, that's just what life is. You know what I mean? Just, like, it's, it's both sides of it. It's it's, yeah. it's defining how someone would define a word. Like, the word faggot. Yeah. A lot of people, it was a derogatory term for being a gay dude, but a lot of people use it as a, a word for just someone being an arsehole. Or somebody being, like, I hear it a lot in the fighters. It slips a lot out with mm. UFC fighters, boxers from time to time. Yeah, Michael Bisman says it all the fucking time, man. Mm. It's just another way, I think, of calling somebody like a bitch. Yeah, you know is, what I mean, yeah. like, well, you know, as I'm saying, it's, it's the term. It's it's a term that is aged differently from when it was first inception, yeah. incepted, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, it's it's words and actions are completely different. Like Cardi B actually did drug people. She did. Eminem, to the best of my knowledge, has never drugged anyone, or kidnapped or murdered anyone. No. Do you no, know what I mean? He sang about it, but then. Well, if you did, you wouldn't admit to it. Do you nah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe she was just, maybe she was just bullshitting. Imagine, I, I would say that. I'd be, like, I'd be like, look, I was running my mouth on Instagram, guys. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> didn't But if it's true and there is evidence, then why shouldn't she be treated the same way as anybody else, particularly a male artist or a male public figure would be, if they came out with the exact same comments? I'm mm. just asking for a little bit of consistency yeah. in our outrage people. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be recreationally outraged at the same level. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of um, talking about words, um, what you said, it's kind of like saying bitch when you said about faggot. Like, yeah. Yeah. So um, yesterday uh, we were playing around with, my daughter was playing, my youngest daughter was playing around with a ball with my dog and uh, she kind of like pump faked out. I like, went to go throw it at her and the door kind of backed up as if she was going to hit her. And she went, Dad, <laughs> she's a pussy. And I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, Daisy, she's a pussy. And I was like, where did you hear that from? I, I was like, I, I never, ever say that. I was like, where did you even hear that? And she was like, 
and then she started to realize that that wasn't a good word. I didn't yell at her. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to give her a route for her because I was like, she does. She clearly doesn't know what she knows what it means, but she doesn't know it's a bad word. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Where'd you hear that from?" She was like, "I don't, I don't remember." And I was like, "It's fine." I was yeah. like, "Just don't say it again." I remember and my mom was like sitting in the kitchen. She kind of peeked around the corner, and I was like, "I'm not teaching my daughter these words. Don't worry about it, please." It's been yeah. a bad week in front of the parents <laughs> for you with the it kids, is, isn't it, Mike? It has. A, I got another <laughs> parent story, but do you have any stories? Of, I, I, of, I was literally just saying. So the other week. Um, Riley's got his wee best pal Harvey and like any two wee boys they fall out from time to time and uh, I got a text from Riley's mum that's, uh, that's Riley and Harvey falling out again just in case he's funny when you speak to him later I goes what happened and she goes I don't know he just came out of school and said Harvey's an arsehole <laughs> <laughs> and I was like did he swear and she goes yeah and I was like so I was trying to go the minute in the car because yeah. like he never swears in front of me, and like I'm no bothered. Like if I swear all the time, so yeah, I was like, look, if as long as you didn't swear to I swear at adults in front of your grandparents or your aunties or anything like that, I don't mind really. Oh, like fuck that. don't I can't have that. In my house. I was like, don't, don't, I was like, don't be going mental. Because when I was his age, I swore around my pals. I was like, look, I don't. Yeah. Necess- I was like, I don't necessarily want to hear you swear, but if you swear around your pals. Was what I was like. Yeah. I was like, what's that's your, fine. I was like, what's your favourite? <laughs> what do you say? He's like. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Riley. Can't wait till he listens to this, Jordan. We're all bigging him up. Like, Dad, yes. Dad, what's a shite cunt? I was like, oh, shit. Oh. You beat by the actually. That's probably a bit gratuitous. That's a good one. What's, like, what's your favorite swear word? Shite cunt. Shite cunt? Yeah, well, like, it's one reserve because I think the C bomb gets dropped. Too much now. Too much. So I think if I'm annoyed. It's worn out. If I'm annoyed, it's worn out I'll, cunt. I'll call somebody a shite cunt. <laughs> Like yeah. if I'm want, if I'm want to get aggression across, that's the terminology that I'll use. Andy, what do you like? Uh, I probably say fuck a lot, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I like a well placed shit. Yeah. I, I shit. Like, yeah. Big bag of shit. Big, yeah. big old bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, shit's a good one. But I just thought it was funny that she was like saying that and didn't have didn't have any clue. I remember I told one, my sister to bite me once. And I, you remember that was like a thing back in the day? Was like, bite me. She bite was like, me. do you know what that means? I was like, no. What, is, what does that mean? That was I was like, like, I don't want you to actually bite me. That was like the old DX, suck it. Like, yeah. When, like, in the mid-90s, I was about eight or nine when DX at their height. And I was like, yeah, suck it. I didn't know what the fuck. I was like, suck Yeah, yeah. point to your fucking eight-year-old crotch <laughs> screaming, suck it. That's fucking crazy. That's out of control, really, when you think <laughs> really, about it. That's like, what I'm saying. When you think <laughs> about it now, I was just like, I was just a wee fucking... Preteen going to be telling people to give me a fucking blowy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was with WWE? Did they not know what their audience well, did, was? I remember I had the Attitude Era like DVD because obviously they didn't show any of it now because it's all like family friendly. But like, if you look at like the wrestling crowds for like ninety ninety seven to like two thousand and one, yeah, it's all like dudes in their mid twenties to mid thirties going mental because there's birds cut about in bikinis, Stone Cold's getting folk the finger. Yeah. Guy going, That's my oh, Stone Cold when that glass used to smash. Yeah. I used to jump out my fucking seat. Like <laughs> I need to go see if I can find that DVD man because that was DOS. Which one? The one that they advertised? No, but yeah, so it was like the whole attitude era, like on like a three disc oh. set and it had like like it was like a documentary running through it. Stone Cold had it on YouTube or something. Uh, like no, that. see, sure, that's the thing. Stone Cold had one that he they advertised like right like at the, the peak of his powers at WWF. Like and I remember that the thing was like, the bottom line price is nineteen ninety nine. Order yours now. And I remember looking for it on YouTube a couple of years ago and I was like, I can't find this thing. I wanted to watch this DVD so fucking bad. Well, can what you need today is you get the WWE network for a tenner a month, however. Yeah. Where? Just, Online. Oh, just an app. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But you get your first month free and you can cancel it before you have to start paying. Hmm. 
But yeah, but so, ten a month, and you get like every pay per view that's ever been, every episode of Raw, all the like, all that stuff. Trish Stratus, by the way. Trish Stratus, eh? I owe. She was all right back in the day, yeah. Uh, her and Lita. Lita was all right. Lita. China, was, was, China was a woman with a bigger cock than the rest. Uh, <laughs> remember Luna Vachon? Remember her? No, I don't remember her. She had like braided hair on one side. She always had her face all screwed up. I'll put a picture of her I on the Facebook Jackie. page. Jackie. Jackie. She was a... Oh, these were the things. Back in the day. What was your, do you have a favourite wrestling memory that you can pull out the top of your head? I, I have one, yeah. Go for it. Um, it was right after a a major WWF event. It was... Stone Cold against like it was the Hart Foundation at the time, Bret Hart and his family and all that shit. And they somehow screwed Austin the night before. And then the next night they were in Canada doing Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. So they of course the whole Hart Foundation came out and they were in the ring and they had their belts out. They were talking all this shit. And then Bret Hart was like, We're gonna sing the Canadian national anthem. It was a whole Canada versus America thing. So then they start doing the Canadian National Anthem, and then it gets to the middle of it, and fucking Stone Cold comes out of the crowd with his chair and just wipes them oh, all yeah, out, man. and then slides out of the ring. He's giving them the finger as he's going up the ramp, falling all over the place, throwing beers everywhere. I, that was my favorite uh, Austin episode. Uh, mine was the one where mine, it was, a, was, it, was it ECW versus WWE, mm-hmm. and they had the two factions, and Stone Cold wasn't really getting involved. And then at one point, like, the ECW was beating the living shit out of all the WWE guys. And Stone Cold just comes in and he has JR's like, Stone Cold here! And he just literally Stone jumps out of his car, starts rattling folk with like a crowbar and makes his way to the ring. He's about eight folk stunners and then bolts. Or there's one where he uh, soaked Vince McMahon with a beard. Uh, yeah, beard yeah, that was a good one. What about you, Andy Mack? Does that have to include Stone Cold, aye? No, no. Just... No, it's a favourite wrestling moment. I think for me it was when, uh, it's an old one, but it was so shocking because I was so wee, but it was when uh, Shawn Michaels put Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Oh, oh yeah! Because, yeah. I mean, I was probably, oh, I don't know, about seven or eight when that happened. And like, seven or eight, you're like, yeah, the wrestling's fun then. And suddenly you've seen a guy getting put through a fucking window. That was real. You're just like... Uh, the first, this is what's up. It was when you, your <laughs> like, first ever double this cross. Is it, man. This is it I remember it was remember it was my first ever double cross. What was the one? It was oh, it was Kane had a bird. He had a girlfriend. Kane. Yeah, Kane had a girlfriend. Like, and this was when he was still the monster age. She was, she was still. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Sorry. So, so, and he was in a feud with Xbox, and he lost a bet that his girlfriend had to then go and spend the holidays <laughs> with Xbox. <laughs> And she's like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And then the girl ended up double-crossing Kane oh. and started going to the X-Pack. And I was just in the background like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> he was in a fire. How did you leave him? <laughs> and believing all that, believing that, oh, my God, he's disfigured underneath that mask. Yeah, I used to go to bed after Monday Night Raw fucked up sometimes. Yeah, like, like, I, was, I was like, how could he do that to him? Oh, yeah. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then when I think about it, do you remember The Godfather? It yeah. was a pimp. <laughs> Honestly. The, the whole- the whole train? The whole train Imagine how old were we watching this shit? Val watching Venus. the whole train. Val Venus was porn actually star. a porn yeah. star. Another good wrestling moment. I watched it this morning, actually. It was on Facebook. It was um, Hulk Hogan fighting, was it uh, Was it Psycho Sid or Sid Vicious or something? Sid Vicious, wasn't it? No, what do you mean Psycho, Psycho Sid? Psycho Sid, yeah. They were fighting, and then um, somebody jumped in the ring, and then the Ultimate Warrior comes fucking screaming <laughs> down. <laughs> it was there was a it was a pretty great moment. If I can find it, I'll share it on Facebook as well. It was a great moment. Yeah, actually, dude, I had good memories of that. Like me, my dad, uh, my sister, and that. You just sit and watch it because it used to be recorded on a Monday in the states, but then you would get it on Sky Sports on the Friday night. Mm-hmm. So it'd be 
you know, sort of 97, 98, 99 those years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was me and my pals, man. We used to like, my mate used to get the, mm-hmm. he had the actual belts. Oh, so we'd sit and there was a bit, of, there was kids. a there was a bit of grass in my street that was about, it was a big square. So that used to be a wrestling ring, and we used to like batter each other, like <laughs> proper batter each other, like in in the middle of the street and go and watch all the videos and stay up for the pay. It was WrestleMania tonight, actually. It is, yeah, because yeah. that was that was uh, the Hall of Fame thing last night. We're getting to that in sports, yeah. actually. We well, probably we... should have put all of this in sports. <laughs> but um, I remember when I used to order the pay per views, I used to get like you know the pocket money for doing chores around the house. So the pay per views were like at the time twenty dollars, which now is probably I think quadruple that. I think there's still twenty dollars over here though. Oh really? Twenty quid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it was always nineteen ninety nine. So I used to say, like, Dad, can we order this? And my dad would be like, oh, get out of here. I'm not paying for that. And I'd be like, oh, can I use my pocket money? And he'd be like, all right. And then he'd come in, like, 10 minutes in and be like, oh, who's fighting tonight? And he'd be on the couch. We'd be like, yeah, jumping up and down, screaming. He's laughing his it's, ass it's off. It's the first ever all-female WrestleMania main event tonight. Oh, really? Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, oh. Blair and Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. And, like, I've, I don't follow it much. Like, I get bits and pieces on Twitter. Yeah. But Me too. Like, the the storyline that they've got with Ronda Rousey and that just now looks brilliant. And like from what I see on Twitter, like people are raving about the matches, like the actual technical ability. Like Ronda Rousey's come in, and she looks fucking immense in a wrestling ring. Yeah. And I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. I used to listen to Stone Cold's podcast. A guy called Colt Cabana, who was like a, a big independent wrestler. He's he's like worldwide known. Like world. Colt Cabana. Yeah. Okay. He had like a small bit part run in WWE, but he's like. World famous in like the independent scene, yeah, and just trains like, a lot of wrestlers, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, like the, just the, the work that they put into the matches to make they're, they're choreographed. You have to like, be, yeah, and it's unbelievable. Hurt. Like, and the fact that Ronda Rousey came in and picked up, and if if you've seen, I don't know if you've seen yeah, some. I think uh, you know. Some... Sorry, will we just drop sports in here? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> sorry, I just want to say not all the matches are strictly choreographed. It depends on who the wrestlers are, who the performers mm. are. So some performers like to have a. Literally a step-by-step, you know, choreography of how that match is going to go. Some guys just like to go in there and they've got a few key spots and a few key moments that they'll decide before they go out, but the rest of it is sort of ad-libbed. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But yeah, but 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 like, the the way she's coming, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the way she gets into the arm bars just now, Mm -hmm. she, like, jumps up on the the person's thigh... Spins round over their head, hooks the arm, and drops to the flare and's got them in an arm bar. And it's fucking spectacular. I just did what Holly Holm did and fucking kick her straight in the head, man. <laughs> in that shit quickly. Drash, <laughs> shin bone, straight in the side of the head. I just, so we had, so let's say, WrestleMania tonight. We had the Hall of Fame <laughs> last night. Yes. We touched on this earlier. Bret Hart got tackled in the middle of his acceptance speech. Yeah. What's, what's wrong? Why are people like what this? The fuck? <laughs> like, and I don't even know why. Like, uh, to my knowledge, it Bret was Stone Cold. Bret Hart, <laughs> Bret Hart's a fairly well liked guy mm-hmm. in the wrestling industry. Bit of a legend, do you know what I mean? One of the best, best to do it. That was another heartbreaking moment when Bret Hart went and turned heel. Uh, that fucking that hurt me. Hurt me bad. That was uh, was that was it was his was it his cousin? His cousin Owen Hart was the one that died, wasn't he? His, his, Owen was his brother. Was wasn't his he? brother? Yeah, his brother. I he fell from the. The British Raffers. Bulldog was his brother-in-law. S- yes, because that yeah. was a work as well back in the day that they fell out because he was rattling his sister. <laughs> <laughs> British Bulldog. Ah, uh, yeah. So, Davy Boy Smith, <laughs> British British guy with dreadlocks. Uh, Paul Paul had a photo. <laughs> Paul met Davy Boy Smith. Really? That was a behemoth. My fucking huge. It's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Dreadlock, so that's weird. Braids, not even dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, they were braids. braids. With beads at the end. Yeah, so, so what was, I don't know if you've read about this more on this on Twitter, so what actually happened, he was doing his acceptance speech, 
He was just doing his acceptance speech. I saw both sides of it. So I saw somebody had their phone just recording it, and it looked like he was speaking. And then I guess it was his wife or girlfriend kind of looks behind him. That's his niece. She's she's a wrestler as well. Oh, okay. Mm. And she kind of like is pulling him towards her, and then the guy just comes in, just tackles him, and then it's the security, and that's the dumbest thing to do because you have a bunch of juiced up guys surrounding that ring yeah, and in, in the, the ring. On the actual official video, they cut it to they black did cut pretty it, much yeah. instantly, that's and it was straight on to, the yeah. crowd. Yeah, but um, and then what is it? I think it was his other cousin. Got so when they're huckling yeah. the guy out there, they're huckling the guy out the crowd. It's hilarious. He's on this absolute bump belter of an uppercut, clean in the face. And just you can see the guy. Up. You can see the guy just goes like that because yeah. you see all the people holding him up, kind of brace. <laughs> yeah. And then he just is all like straightens his jacket. And yeah, fucks walks up, away. <laughs> like we we saw you do that, but he'll be fine. I'll get away with that. You would do that though as well, eh? Like yeah, why not? I remember that happened to me years ago. I got in a scrap in a nightclub and a. It got sort of removed, like so. I, I left, like it was wasn't it? It was like handbags, it was a couple of punches thrown, mm. but like the guy was sort of like getting pulled away, and my pal at the time just ran over like that, and just bolted. <laughs> and I was standing outside having a fag, and he was, I was like, "What have you been?" He goes, "Ah, I just punched him." He goes, "What did you do after that?" He goes, "I ran." Can't do that. Cheap shot. But I just sucker punch. Sucker punch. Cheap shot. I don't understand why anybody would do it though. Um, maybe somebody with an axe to grind. Maybe somebody who just Stupid. fucking a wee bit mad in the head and believes that the wrestling's real and that he's on Vince it's McMahon's still side. Real to me, damn it! Listen, you, we don't. It's know. Blue Steel, Gary Monroe. <laughs> Honestly, Gaza, Gaza would have done a better job in just yeah. tackling the guy, man. He would have RKO'd him out of nowhere. Blue Steel High. Blue Steel. That's wrestling name. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> we genuinely should have put sports in about 10 minutes ago, considering how I long know. we talked about wrestling for. It's all right. Yeah, now, we're, now we've just talked about five minutes, now we're moving on to something else. Um, did you see uh, Connor and Khabib? What's what's with Connor, bro? He's one of these people who I was talking about before. He's like, what's wrong with you, man? Why, just, why do you guys talk like that? Because it's made them a fucking millionaire. It has made him a millionaire, you know I mean? but it's, he's dancing on a fine line of being a racist asshole, though. So that's it's, true. Uh, what did he call? He called. Yeah. White. So for for those <laughs> for those who don't know, well, everyone has seen pretty much Conor McGregor talking about Mayweather before. Mayweather was cool with it. Mayweather knew there was a fight to sell, but a lot of black folks weren't happy with him calling him boy and, and dancing around in front mm-hmm. of him and shit like that. Um, recently, this is oh, this was April second. Um, he put a picture of. Khabib, and then side by side with just someone under a towel, and he wrote, "Your towel, your wife is a towel, mate." Is it not a picture of Khabib's wedding day? Oh yeah, was his wedding is, day? Is yeah, Khabib, is he a Muslim? Yes, he's yes. a Muslim. So obviously his wife has the, the. I think it must be a traditional thing where the wife's face is covered. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's it's close to the bone. Uh, it really is, and like yeah, like you see, it is. It's not. That's not the type of patter I want from him. Nah. But like you see, as patter went downhill, you could see that in the Khabib fight. He's obviously too chinged off his tits to string a <laughs> sentence together now. And, and then Khabib wrote back, rapist. You are a rapist. You are a hypocrite who is not responsible for your actions. Justice will find you. We will see. That sounds so cryptic. And yeah. <laughs> thing is, Khabib bites as well. I think Khabib kind of feels like... The next one says, if you think insulting an entire religion, you'd be safe... You think insulting an entire religion, you'll be safe. You are mistaken. So I think he feels like he has to say something on behalf of all yeah. Muslims. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's uh, that's like shitty pressure to be under. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to be in that in that boat. I, I wasn't like I love Connor Smack Talk, but this whole thing is just it's soured it. But man, do you know what I mean? It's like I just want him to stop fucking about and get in the ring and do what he was good at. Like I was watching videos of the. 
the Eddie Alvarez fight. And he just picked this man apart. And Alvarez, was it, it was Alvarez, eh? Yeah, it was, yeah. Alvarez was a great fighter. Yeah. Great fighter. He just got knocked out of the weekend. He did, aye. His first fight in the new place, eh? And one championship, <sighs> got fucking sparred. But, like, I just... I, I, like, I like the showmanship of Connor when he was building up to a fight. But this is, like... He's he's not got the talking that he had before. His brain's rotted away with all that Colombian marching powder. Do you mm. know what I mean? He's... He's no firing on all cylinders anymore. Doesn't matter what you're sitting around the table talking about. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. Very true. But what he's he said Scott was Brindos. what he said was completely out of order. Out of but order. But yeah. he's almost now at the point where he's going to say anything to keep his name and no. keep the the prospect of that rematch alive. Mm. You don't want to fight him. <laughs> I I'd, I'd, I'd like to. I would like to see the rematch. I'd like to see if Connor's as good as his word, but. I want to see Tony Ferguson in there with Khabib. Oh yeah, I want to see that fight first. But I would like to see, it. I would like to see the rematch because I'd like to see if what Connor said about his preparations being too defensive mm. was correct. Like, because I want to know if it's all bullshit or if he thinks that if he actually trained correctly for that fight that he could take Khabib. Because I reckon if his striking was on point, he could pick a bar. Khabib. He's but, a bit right with Khabib, though. I mean, Khabib will rock a guy with a shot and fucking shoot for the legs. It's like. Nah, he's not. Khabib's <laughs> not an exciting off, fighter man. to watch. No, he's not an exciting fighter. That's why to I'm watch. not excited about Ben Askren. I just can't be arsed with five rounds of somebody just wrestling so hard and just shagging another guy's leg for <laughs> 25 minutes. I'm just, yeah, of course I appreciate the skill that's, that's involved in it and the control and everything. But it's, it's, Khabib I like to see guys stand up, Khabib man. Do you know what I mean? Is as well, Khabib doesn't always go for the finish. Nah. he kind of exhausts. So I don't mind if. If you're shooting for the legs and you're fighting for position and you're getting into a choke or a submission, yeah. I mean, I prefer a knockout. Don't get me wrong. There's no better buzz than seeing somebody get absolutely flatlined. I flat just prefer two guys fighting in a phone box, man. Did you, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. Did you see the? Did you see the Artem Lobov's? <coughs> yes, I did. knuckle fight. See the state oh, of his face, man. I didn't realize they still did bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, well, they've put a lot of money into this um, this bare knuckle federation thing. So what? What there was uh, the goat Artem Lobov <laughs> on last night, um, but then that's where the plan of him winning that to then fight Pauli Malinaji. Oh, but that wee prick, by the way. Pauli Malinaji used to break Pauli his hands Malinaji. consistently as a boxer. He was a good boxer. He had no power because his hands were brittle. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he's going to hold up to, to bare knuckle boxing. What, what annoys me is like his hands are just going to. I can't see man. past as well all the photos that were put up of his pus after. It looked like McGregor smacked him about in those oh, sparring yeah. rounds. And he's like, never happened. And there's a photo of him literally sitting there with his face all swollen to fuck. Like, what am I? What's going on? And then he slapped Lobov in a presser. Yeah, oh, I, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah. He slapped him and I was just like, you're coming off as a total dick here, mate. Yeah. But he had that whole, was it, is he from, where's he from? Is he somewhere in New Probably, York? Is he? He's is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah. I was just like, no, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me like that. I'll slap <laughs> you like a bitch. You were a bitch. I'm like, all right, man. Like, you've got no power here. Like, it was the the video they put up on the MacLife website, and it was like, um, oh, he never touched me. And then it was intercepted with photos of McGregor slapping him about. Yeah. So anytime he denied something happened, they would then put another photo of McGregor and I punch <laughs> him right between the eyes. <laughs> What's MacLife? It's, it's it's like his. Um, YouTube channel basically. Uh, basically, yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's, on, it's on Instagram. That's where okay. I watch a lot of shit. It's good. <laughs> Did we get any more sports? Um, no, I put the Jets. The Jets unis. Jets unis I on like there. Them. I like them too. They're getting a lot of shit for it. Like, I think Black they look awesome. Ones really fucking nice. Andy Henderson was messaging me back and forth, and he was getting tagged in all the memes. Yeah. 
And I was just like, I think they're fucking cool. And he nice. loves the lids as well. Yeah, lids look they're nice. They're really nice. But I like the, the black. This, this, the names as well, though. Stealth black. Yeah. Ultra green. Oh, well, yeah. You got to yeah. jazz it, it up. It's black. It's, that's the home <laughs> one. That's the away one. And Forest that's the green. third kit. Yeah. But the black one's smart as fuck. Yeah, it is pretty nice. I'm going to get one. We're going to chuck a picture of it up on the Facebook page as yeah. well. We'll get the broad nose. if you like them. We'll get the broad nose on that. How it can be the poll for this week. Um, are you going to wrap up sports then? Yeah, um, I thought he just left a segue open for Braun all beautifully there, but he turned oh, the line there. And you nobody, did. I'm sorry, I didn't pull that in. I wanted to ask about your stand up the other night, though. Oh yeah, how'd it go? Um, it was it was good. Aye, it was better than the last blend. Mm-hmm. The last blend, I rocked up, um, sort of late in the game because I had the wee man, hadn't had a chance to settle in. Nobody shouting out at you or anything like that. Nah, no. nobody shouted out at the keen room. No heckling? No heckling. <laughs> I was prepared, man. I've got a couple of belters. Oh, dear. I've, I've got some belters written down for hecklers just ready to go. But um, no, it was good. Went down, let's see, the wee man was away with his granny and Megan was away in Italy. So, so I sat on Wednesday night, nothing to do. Took a break from wanking. Aye. <laughs> Give the old carpal tunnel a rest. Yeah. Stuck a bit of soda cream around the tip and walked out the house. Oh, so, do it, man. <laughs> but so uh, I went down and had a few pints. I was, I was fucking like, I'd written some new stuff down and I was quite, I was happy with it. And I was on the way down. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up, going to do it. And then I got there. Obviously, new Alex and uh, Andy Max Pal Yaz were there, but didn't know anyone else. Nobody was really getting up and doing much music. Alex and I was performing. Kate Harris, is that the last you were talking about? Yeah, she's seen her perform, man. Yeah, fucking good, yeah. brilliant. She's done she a good, cover of, I think it was Toxic by Britney Spears, Ooh, like acoustically. Yeah. Fucking sensational, really good. Yeah, so, Kate's got a good voice, man. Yeah, beautiful voice. And then Alex came up and said, like, You're going to go up? And I was like, I was crippled with nerves. And I was like, Nah, can I do it? Can I do it? So I had a few more jars. And then right at the end, I was like, Fuck it, Kim, what I've come all the way doing here. I've got to hang on the 19th of May, which I need to start arranging. So I was like, fuck it. So I went up, done maybe three or four minutes, Mm -hmm. got some decent laughs, got a decent bit of attention. It was weird because, like you say, in a pub, especially when there's music on, it's easy for the music to sort of be in the background and people can still carry on their conversations. Yeah. But as soon as I picked up the mic, the place was like, and everyone was turning around and I was like, oh, shit. So yeah, it went, went well. I, I thought it went well, and anyway, we got some decent laughs for some fairly new material. Mm-hmm. Um, trying out some different bits here and there. So yeah, enjoyed it. Are you prepared for the nineteenth, May nineteenth? Uh, I'm just like I've got a load of bits of things. I need to try and just pull them all together. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I'm making notes here and there, and I've just got to try and nail it down into five minutes of workable material. So okay. The aim is to try and get down to a couple more open mics and just keep getting it polished off. But yeah. I enjoyed it, and then. Pardon me. Andy said Alex thought he thought it was all right, so aye. Was good. Yeah, he messaged me the next day. He's just like Jordan came down to, did a bit of stand up. Was like, oh, how did you get on? Because you never registered it in the group chat. Sorry, I'm yawning here. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're boring you, yeah. no, We're boring you, Mister. I've had a I've had a hard week, guys. Oh, so. <laughs> but yeah, he said it was. Uh, he said it was good. So uh, yeah, no, I was well I was proud. I was happy with the way it went down. But like, I'd been a bit of a bitch after the last um, blend. I hadn't even watched the video back because that was the first time I'd, I'd done it and not really enjoyed myself and felt a bit out of It's character. almost like that thing you learn more from a defeat than you do a victory. You learn more from a bad show or a bad set or yeah. than you ever do from the stuff you do mm. well. Yeah, it, was the, it, was the, it was the hardest one to take and I'd, I'd been waiting for it because every comic you hear talking says Got bomb. you bomb all the time and I'd, <laughs> I hadn't so far. Yeah. So it was it was good to probably get it out of the way 
I was glad I got him, got the minutes. So I was kind of like can breaking the, getting the monkey off my back. Good man. Was, yeah. So no, I enjoyed that. Really enjoyed Keep it. Keep at so, it. Keep yeah. at it. I've got some new ones written down, so we'll see how it goes. Good Go times. On. Aye, it was buzzing high. But Get on you though, it man. It was bra, Mike. You know what's also bra? I heard it was gnaw. <gasps> <gasps> Seen as well. I didn't know if you noticed that. Have you noticed that on the broad no post it says C translation? No. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it says, and if you hit C translation, it just says nice or no. No. Yeah. Really? For real, yeah. <laughs> I they got the Scots on there. Oh. I've seen that the other day. So, what, what we got in the old broad no's? We've got quite a few now, huh? Yeah. Well, we go for the first one on the list. Um, the, with the list, or do you want to go to the comments? Um, I put that on there anyway. Was oh, it in there anyway? Yeah, I'm just going to start putting them on the Facebook post anyway. Right, cool, cool It'll be it. easier that I way. put one on there as well. All right. So um, I was going to go live. Can you pull that up yeah, and yeah, then I'll go live? So you boys are actually commenting on the bra or not post now as well. Yeah, yeah. for my own page. I keep thinking about doing it every week and I just never didn't want to be that guy. Do it, like, man. Fire in. Bra or no. Bra or no. I'll just tell you when I get here. Didn't be shy, Andy. Yeah, there are, yeah. Right, okay, so... Nice. Everyone loves this Sunday uh, show. We'll, go, yeah, we'll just go right from the start. So I've got them as most relevant. I don't know if Mike had an order we wanted them done in. <laughs> Is that a dig at me from last week? No, I was just... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just being... Dick. So you're, you're a dick. Send him back then. I'm getting a scent of tissues. I need, I need to blow my nose. Uh-oh. Like a leaky, leaky tap. <laughs> Thanks to Rachel for the scent of tissues. Thanks, Rach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why am oh, I recording this? I'm yeah. sorry. All right, go ahead. Uh, oh, God. mate. <laughs> was that belt up? It just came out like... <laughs> I just got that, man. My tins. Yeah. My cans, bro. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those ones where I'm like, it still feels like it's all over a light. Your moustache. Yeah, yeah. But it's that. not. But it's not. You get on a cold day and the condensation catches in your moustache. And it sticks in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I got that right in my lug. <laughs> Right, uh, first of all, Stevie Mac, shout out to Stevie Mac. Stevie Mac. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries, bra. 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 And the greatest theme tune in television history. And what? the guy that presented it, Robert, was... Is this the one that's on Netflix just now? Oh, no, wait. You talk about the original I'm talking about Unsolved Mysteries. You know the one. She's talking about them in general, just the like folklore. Or is there an actual TV show I'm missing here? Yeah. Have you never seen Unsolved? Oh, that's like a staple of like growing up, man. Yeah, I've seen that. Why Stevie Mac seen it then? He's younger than I am. Is he? Aye. Maybe he's into his old television show. Also, just found out Stevie Mac's a jambo. Is that right? Apparently so, aye. Diet Hun. Diet this changes everything. Nah, my joke, still love you, Steve. Um, oh, a big congratulations, Stevie Mac, as well. Passed his driving test. I saw that. Top shagger. Yeah. Picked a great shirt to do your oh, driving mate. test in as well. That's letting a, his, that's letting his shirt. nuts hang out on peach. the car, too. You see that? He has leg all up. Well, I'm, I'm going to go for such <laughs> Andy Mac did the old school granny trick. Look at the wet markets left on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get out on the live. Uh, right, so I, I've never seen this, but just in general, I love an unsolved mystery. I love there still being a bit of mystery in the world. Yeah. So I'm going to say bra. If he's talking about the TV show, bra all yeah. the way. Legendary show. Mickey Dots? Uh, definitely a bra. I remember watching that when I was younger and being afraid. You, you would <laughs> I left the light on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd be literally sleeping with one eye open after some of those episodes, man. Yeah, so definitely freak bra. Out. Right, cool. Next one up, we got Big Stosh. Stosh is put DIY, no. Yeah. It's a necessity, no a hobby. 
Mm. See, I'll, I'll go first on this. I'm shite at all types of DIY. Like, okay. I'm fucking terrible at it, so I don't even try. I just get somebody in the day for me. Bro, I mean, yeah. no then. It's enough. Well, it's, as a hobby, I don't get it. As a hobby, I actually came up. No, I get it as a hobby. I came up. I wish. I wish I was good at it, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm a lifter. Mm. Like if, when things are needing done, I'm the guy that comes and just moves heavy shit. Like, it's good but, to know. like I'm, I'm a journeyman. I'm not a <laughs> foreman. Like that's not where I'm at. Man like, with a van. I'm just. I'm, I'm the carrier guy. Mm. I'll take the stuff from the shit pile and put it in the van. All right. But when it comes to building things, I just don't have that in my brain. I'm moving like in two weeks. I'm gonna need you. Any <sighs> Mac? <laughs> uh, if I think I can fix it, I'll fix it. Yeah. Mm. If it's something that's like I'm thinking, mm, I don't know if I could do that. I'll get somebody in to do it. So you've got a good technical brain. Do you know what I mean? Like that's. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean that the hands are any good. That's, that's no, <laughs> I've heard sin, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who you been talking to? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a no from me. Uh, I'm going bra. Actually, yeah, no, I'm going to go bra as well. I'm just realising I'm being a bitch. I appreciate people that can do it. I just can't. I, I like being able... Well, the stuff that I can do, I'll do, yeah. Uh, but I like being able to figure it out and, and, and put stuff together. It makes me feel manly. Yeah. Masculine. Yeah. Bro. I'm bra. Mikey Dots. Horse racing. Horse racing. Grand National was yesterday, was it? Yeah. See, I, I can get why people are annoyed, but it's not something I'm into. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to a day at the races. Um, I sometimes put something on the Grand National, but it's like Andy Mack says, like when it comes to betting, like do your research. If you know, you yeah, horses are tricky, man. Unless you're in on what's going on mm-hmm. and how horses are performing and how they're performing, you know. Certain goings and what type of going you've got today, the length of the race, all mm. these is their fucking hurdles, you know. Uh, so many factors come in. It's like I just, I just don't understand it. So I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say no, but not for horse health and safety, just for the fact it doesn't. <laughs> it, <laughs> fuck them horses. It, it, no, it's not even that much. It just doesn't interest me at all. It just doesn't. Like yeah, me neither. It's, it is what it is. So it's a no from me. Uh, it's an, uh, I'm going to say bra. Bro, yeah. I'm going to say bro. I feel like that camera's like right in my face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say bro. All right, Dougie. <laughs> Can I just say as well? Can I just say um, a big shout out to Jason West for his use of the GIF on there? I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can see Midget it. on a bicycle. <laughs> uh, the, the, the correct term is dwarf or little person. I'm sorry. Fuck off. Um, yeah, I'm going to say bro. Uh, I'm going to say nah. Don't like. I don't like it from the health and safety aspect either. But um, I just think it's pointless. I think it's hard to determine who's going to win and therefore make any money. Yeah. Bet so I just didn't. Like I didn't bet on. I think I had a couple of bets there for Cheltenham a couple of weeks ago, and I gave you boys the tips after I'd won. Obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> see, yeah, I just appreciate that. That's because I, I, I got those tips from someone else. And I thought, fuck it, why not? And they actually proved to be good. See, I just, as I'm saying, in like when it comes to gambling, I don't mind putting money on football, mm-hmm. but I can't bring myself to just slam a tenner on a horse race because I know fuck yeah. all about horse racing. Yeah. Whereas I'll quite happily I'll put a tenner on my coupon at the weekend. Because that's because you're making a far more educated exactly, guess. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's enough for me. Horse oh, ra- yeah, oh sorry. Jesus. Horse Christ racing to me is like scratch offs. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like you you get you win or you don't. Who knows? But you're pretty much probably just pissing that money. You guys, don't go to the races at Scoon though. I've been there. Like you said, yeah, I don't I mind it for a day really out. But even, even yeah. then, man, I'm more interested. I'd probably stick a quid on a hundred to one horse just for the crack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like I'm not willing to drop twenty quid on a five to one. Mm-hmm. Well, don't. That's what I'm saying, so I wouldn't. I'd don't usually put just a, go for... put, a t- put a 20 pound bet on, but put it on each way, so it's two tenner bets. Mm-hmm. 
So you, depending on what placements you're getting. Didn't go at the horses be but fucking putting money on horses out, right, man? Get your bets on each way. Mm. That way it's giving you some sort of protection for at least a first, second or third place finish. Okay. We monkey sword fight do at the races. Yeah. But remember for an each way it's bet, if you're putting though, a tenner if you want to put a tenner on that horse each way, that's a five or single and then a five or each way bet. Mm. So that's what folk Maybe we should include Andy Max like betting advice into the Patreon. Here we as got well. UFC coming up next weekend, so I'll hear the tips. Oh fuck, we're not doing another episode for Saturday, are we? we no. Do a live, live, do a live video. I've not really got my my tips set yet. I'll 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 get it together and let you know, right? Oh, oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so is that a, that a resounding no? No, not for a me. Resounding. No, I'll say, I'll say bro, yeah. So not for me. So two no's. Okay. okay. This one's from Jordan Patrick, some handsome bastard. Uh, Lies. Lies. <laughs> Lies. I put uh, Quentin Tarantino. I am. Um, I was like I said, I had a lot of free time this week, so I rewatched um, Reservoir Dogs and The Hateful Eight. Yeah. This week, just because they're both on Netflix, just went a bit of a Tarantino hole. And I got to think about. I'm a massive fan of all his films. Yeah, he's good. I mean, they're super violent, but I think I like about them the most is the dialogue scenes because mm-hmm. they're really about nothing. But the way that they're acted makes it looks like it is just a load of fu- a load of pals sitting around a table. Yeah, it's also free flowing and natural, and it, none of it seems. Scripted. Does he write all that too? Yeah, he does all his own scripts and that shit. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I, I think he maybe suggests things, but there's so many references. It's also well thought out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean each character has like a well thought out and fleshed out opinion on a certain take? Mm-hmm. So even if Tarantino's wrote all four of those parts. Mm-hmm. He's got the right actors in that actually are able to deliver it in a way that that seems like it's their opinion and it's like the the scene in Reservoir Dogs when the guy when Steve Buscemi's character talks about how he doesn't tip waitresses mm-hmm. and they sit and they have an argument about why you should tip your service people yeah stuff like that and it was just like I just I forgot how much I fucking love that film which is effectively shot in one room there's the like whole two, movie yeah the whole movie if you think about it, there's two places there's the diner at the start. And then there's the warehouse that they film pretty much the rest of it in. Okay. Where everything hit, where all the shit hits the fan. And it's the same with The Hateful Eight. Yeah. 98% of that film is shot within one room. Oh. And it's the way that you weave stories in and out. So for me, obviously, it's a resounding bra. I'll give him a bra because he's like the he's like a musician or a band. <laughs> Think of this analogy. He's not come along with a great film and then just churned out fucking record after record, film after film after film. He takes his time in between projects. So what you're going to get from... And this is only, like, I think his eighth film or something like yeah. that. Really? Says, oh, I'll find out. Yeah, yeah which, was, which was what made me think of that when I read it earlier in the week. I thought, you know, you would have figured he'd made a lot more films than that. Yeah. But he hasn't. And that's probably because of his attention to detail and the fact he just doesn't want to churn out shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always going to be the highest quality that it can be. So he's absolutely a bra for me. Some of my favourite films... From Dust Till Dawn. Come on now. Come yeah, so his last film, film, so his eight, eight films are Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill, Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, and The Hateful Eight. Yep. Oh, Django was really good, yeah. Django was brilliant. Can the one, the one I've not actually watched all the way through is Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It was a bit okay. a, I've heard it's alright, but it was a bit of a song. But The Hateful Eight, I always forget, is, is probably one of my favourite films. Mm-hmm. He's a massive bra from me. Can I just, sorry, mate, just also add one right. thing. He's going to be one of these directors 
producers, whatever in a film, that as an actor or actress, you don't say no to, you know, everybody yeah. wants to audition. They want to work for him. The only There's, other guy I think would be comparable to that would be Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that like, everybody would Scorsese, say. Scorsese, I think it's probably the thing up there is, too. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Do you know what is the thing about as well of, um, of Tarantino is he's a massive name, mm -hmm. but still has an air of an independent filmmaker about him. Yeah. Because he doesn't, just, just jump turn out shite for Warner Brothers uh, seen, or whoever I've seen the, the, new, the trailer for his new once. one that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's got DiCaprio and yeah, Brad Pitt in it and yeah. I am buzzing for that, man. Check that I out. fucking love those two love Leo yeah I love Brad Pitt man I think he's fucking he's amazing he's, he's quality and he is dreamy yeah so <laughs> that resounding bra for old Quentin uh, yeah I like bro I think he gets a lot of stick from the African American community because a lot of his movies have the n-word in it but I was like if you're writing for those characters mm -hmm then it's going to be there. That's, yeah. going, that's how well, they like, talk. Yeah, and the thing is, is, his films are unapologetically, like, realistic. I, I mean, they're probably yeah. quite hyper-violent, but, like, Django Unchained, for example, yeah. is set in times of slavery. Yeah. And I imagine it probably wasn't very nice. It and probably was, was not. really <laughs> fucking brutal. Yeah. Also, that has one of the best remixes ever. It's a, a two-pack song set alongside a James Brown song. Hmm. I'll see if I can find it. I'll get it on. I'll put it on the thingies. But the, okay. intro, the intro is one of the fucking best things ever. <laughs> I'll find that at the end. Um, I said easy bra that one, I think. Ah, big easy bra. bra. Easy uh, bra. Big J West up here now. Uh, buskers, bra or not? Uh, I'll say bra if you're singing something decent. Mm -hmm. I hate like... I don't know. I hate the kids that just go out there and just play the bagpipes. It's kind of like, all right. like we, We've heard this before. Let's do something different. Put like a little hip hop edge to it if you're gonna do that, but anybody else, yeah, bro, I, 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 don't I, mind. I, I can appreciate it. it. Must take balls to get out there and do it. Sorry, Mike, That's right. put you on the table. Um, it must take balls to get out there, let's say, because it's different to like being in a pub and performing or going to an open mic and performing because people are expecting to hear music. Mm -hmm. Whereas you're just pitching up in the middle of the street, no one's necessarily giving you a second look, and you're maybe playing your first song that you've wrote yourself or yeah you know I mean it takes balls so I'm, I'm gonna say bro I mean it might be total shite but I, I appreciate the 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 cojones it takes to get up and do it Andy Mac that's what you want to do go and do it just to put me up there bro. Mm. care less <laughs> I prefer to be Native yeah. Americans with our pan flutes in the middle of the centre that's some yeah. that's some good it's shit it's always the guys with the 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 electric fiddles that do my tits ah. in with the backing tracks and everything. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. You're like, it's Shut it's up, not all for me, but fair fucks to you if you're doing it. When I was in New Zealand, there was a, uh, I guess he would be considered a busker, but he was uh, freestyling, just rapping. Anyone who came by would say something about you, you know what I mean? Just around the corner. I was like, all oh, right, it's a good way of doing it. Something different. Fair dues. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to say bra. Yeah. yeah, bro, soon. Uh, next up, Mikey Dots, some asshole. Yeah. Uh, the Monopoly game at McDonald's. Bra or no? Can I say instead of bra or no, just pointless? So that, can that be like the, the alternative <laughs> third option? Bra no Stop changing like, the rules. Bra no or hee haw. Hee haw. <laughs> uh, no, it's a no from me. No. I, I, Who, who's fucking collecting that stuff? <laughs> Seriously. Is, Don't look in the cup holder in my car, please. All right. <laughs> I, I say no. I'll, I'll say no purely because like when it comes out, I. I know how easy I get roped into it. Yeah. So the last thing I need is mere junk food in my life. No, I knew me and you would be totally opposite. <laughs> You've got them all saved up in your car. And I'm sitting here like, who the fuck saves them? Or? No, <laughs> you're going to get the peel off hanging on a nuggies meal, do you? Yeah, you do. You do. Get you on do. The they, put, they put on everything now, yeah. Oh. I was at McDee's the other day. You get it on the chicken selects. 
Great yeah. batch, by the way. Can I just say, Muir McDee's great batch the other day, guys. <laughs> Loved batch. it. Lovely batch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm, no. I'm gonna say no. I, even though I w- would go to McDonald's, and you, I feel like you rarely get free shit anymore. And I've never heard of anyone winning any money. Like you have, they had like the one million pound whatever it is when you get like the the two blues, like the boardwalk and the uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and no one ever wins it. No. I saw a video on YouTube. It came up. My recommended about how the Monopoly thing's a scam. Of course. But sadly, I didn't watch it. Oh. And I wish I had now. If I'd known mm, we were going to have this conversation, I would have... Uh, I'm surprised people, people, scam. people are sure putting though. up, like, Mayfair up on uh, I've eBay seen that. and shit. Bar- I've Bar- seen Bar- that. has got one. He was, like, shouting out last week, if anybody yeah. gets, what's the other one, Mayfair or... Park Lane. Is it Park, Park Lane? Park Lane. Yeah. Yeah. And whoever gets that, give me a shout, halfers. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But th- there's probably none ever in, in the entire country, so... I'm going, to, I'm going to say no. I'm going to watch that video when I go home. <laughs> you sent me the link, actually, yeah. Um, next one here from Night and Day Podcast. Shout out to PJ and Alana. I was just catching up with their um, their last couple of episodes because I've been shit at podcasts recently, so they enjoyed their ski trip. They did. They did, and they also shouted out Mikey Dots' review on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Give us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I gave them one. You did, all three of us. You all did. All three of us. Yeah, we, I saw your two and I was like, We shit. all gave them one. Yeah. We all gave them one. I give everyone one. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe picking up on that at all. <laughs> uh, gambling at a casino. Uh, Jason West popped in with bra. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying. Look, so look, bra, see translation? Nice. Oh, I can't see it on here. But, uh, gambling, at cas- gambling at a casino, bra or not? I, I'm going to say, I'm, I've, always, I've never not had a good time in a casino, but I've got, I'm fairly firm with myself when I go in a casino. Yeah. Like, I'll go and I was like, right, this is my 40 quid. I'm going to nip up to the, the fucking the two pound blackjack table because I'm not interested in sitting spunking 50 quid on a roll. I'll get my 20 quid put in the chips and I'll gamble two pound at a time and it's a laugh. Yeah, yeah. that's the way And I'll, I'll never leave the blackjack table because uh, there's no, no blackjack. It is black, blackjack 21, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah like so I knew a guy that went on the roulette table and he was like doing like 40 quid spins and winning fuck all. And I've not got the the bottle to be chucking, to be dropping stacks on fucking... You know why that is? Is because a good roulette croupier should have the skill to croupier? be able... Yeah, oh, so they you. should be able to spin the wheel and look at the appropriate bets on the table and be able to place the ball in as it spins mm. to roughly get it to land somewhere around on the board where there isn't a large amount of bets. Oh. And I know that because I know a lassie who used to be a croupier in a casino, and she mm. told me that, that they are actually trained to do that. So they'll be looking at the board thinking, right, best area for me is down there, you know, 27, 28, 29, mm. 30, 31, trying to get mm. that bottle stop somewhere, thereabouts. Oh, the it so there's not as much chance in roulette as you think. Plus, well, we it's just roulette anyway. <laughs> and we don't know if they're rigged or not. Yeah, the, you know, you don't know if the tables in these places are genuinely rigged or not because it's really easy to rig a roulette table. It's mm. well, that's, well, I've 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 only ever left the casino lost money maybe twice my whole life because I stick by that. Once I lose my original stake, that's then I, I leave the table and then I go and take more out. Nah, and like I sit and chop it up and I usually keep like a fiver at the side and just keep building it up on roulette. So I'm going to say, bro, it's always been good crack. If you go in there with the right attitude. And nobody's sitting there like dropping hundreds of pounds on a stupid game and then leaving sad because they've lost all their money. Like only, only. It's, spend... no, it's not my problem what anyone else does with their money though. Spend, do you know what I mean? Your diaper money. But I mean, like, <laughs> the only time you usually go to casinos when you're on a night out with the boys. Yeah, yeah. 
So if one person's like, I'm fucking raging, I lost their money. It's like, well, would you have a word if you had a mate that you thought was, oh, wait a minute, Billy, what you two hundred quid, mate? If I see a guy like you know? dropping fat stacks and I knew he didn't have it and he was sitting getting like exasperated, well, I'd be like, right, moan, we're leaving. Yeah. Because you, I remember we were out at Christmas and there was a couple hours between the afternoon games and the evening games kicking off. Yeah. So we went to the casino for a couple of hours, and that was it. So it's a laugh. So I'm going to say, if it's done in the right spirit, I'm going to say bra. Andy Medak? Yeah, I'll say bra because I can go in, in the few times that I've been into casinos, go in, much like Jordan, I've got a set amount I'll go in with, maybe be 40, 50 quid. But I have a golden rule, though, is with that initial what I walked in with is, if at any point I've anywhere near sort of doubled or trebled that, You're away. I'm, I'm out of there, I'll just, just cash me out. Because yeah. uh, I can walk away, I have no problem with that. Yeah. I'm the exact no same. No problem. I'm like, oh, fuck, we I remember Happy I went, days, I went out for a work night out and I had my 40 <clears> quid thingy and I came out at 80 quid up and I was absolutely buzzing. But there was a guy I know who dropped about £500 on a roulette table. Ouch. I was like, I'd never had £500 that I could just... Me neither. Away. Piss away. No. Nah. You don't even need to go to the casino anymore. You want to dump £100 spins and that, just go to fucking... Betfred, go to any high street bookies, man. Go you on the roulette just, machine. Just you can play a hundred. I've got quid a decent record with them as well, by the way. I'm just going with a five I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone that plays them that wins money. Yeah, no, they win I, now and again. But, but I, as I'm saying, it's another thing. I usually go in if I'm waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> I usually go in if I'm like waiting on my mates to do their coupon. If yeah. I've got a fiver in my pocket, I'll chuck it in the machine. And I remember once I put in a fiver and came away with twelve quid. And I took the wee slip up to the table. And my mate's like, "Are you waiting cash in for twelve quid?" I was like, "I put in a yeah. fiver. I'm <laughs> I'm one hundred and twenty percent up here, bro. So get to fuck." Uh, I'm gonna say no. Like I've I, I have bad anxiety, so I just sit up there. I don't know if I'm playing the game right. I don't know if I'm screwing up. And plus, I'm just a cheap bastard, so I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't want to lose my money here. I can see a fucking few twenties in that wallet. You're sitting there, look. <laughs> Fat I've never seen that. Mike with that much money in my life. <laughs> It's no mine. <laughs> it's doing it. That stagger money. It's for drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's for drugs. Uh, Definitely a no. No. Nah. So you know what? I, you know what I did here, like in the like back at home, they have like the casinos, and then they normally have clubs like attached to the casinos, and they always put the roulette tables right by the exit to where the the uh, the clubs are, because mm-hmm. people come out of there wasted, and they're like, oh, let me put fucking two hundred on yeah. this, and then there's your money. It's yeah. all gone. I never ga- never gamble when I'm properly pissed either. Oh yeah, no, because like, can I make silly decisions? What's next? Next one up here is another one from Night and Day podcast, the movie Casino. The movie? Oh yeah, bra. I've never seen it. I don't think. Oh man, great movie. I don't know. I can't possibly comment. Uh, Joe, uh, I think it's Joe Pesci and oh, the oh, wait, the Robert De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Yeah, great, great film. Casino, the film. Yeah, never seen Casino. Yeah. Is Andy Mahi just telling me I can't believe you've never seen it? I know, right? <laughs> Have you That's not heard first. me today? I've confirmed I've watched at least about four Tarantino films and now Casino. Yeah. So I could say safely I'm into double figures on This is a film weird scene. This is a weird show. <laughs> I know, I'm getting called out for not having seen a film. Yeah, I just can't believe you've not seen that, John. No, I've not. That's a, not a, that's a classic. Casino's a great. Film. Well, my, my painful me. admission is I've never seen Goodfellas all the way through either. What? That's my favourite film. Never seen it all the Goodfellas way through. Goodfellas is a good one. Never seen it all the way through. I love all those old school, like, <laughs> Mob movies. I, I love do, all that stuff. I love it, but it always it's about fucking three and a half hours long, and it always tends to be on at like Good ten o'clock. Yeah. Oh, it is a long. Good Fellas is probably movie. about two and a half hours long. I don't think it's much more than two and a half. What's well, long? I'll try it. Godfathers are they're they're long. I've seen yeah. them. I love the Godfathers. I can't believe you've not seen Good Fellas or, or Casino. What's like the I'm, last? I'm genuinely shocked. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> What's like the last good mob movie that's come out? The Departed. 
Are we talking American mob? Or like he, just uh, gangster in general? He, I guess American mob, yeah. Yeah, uh, well. The Departed, um, maybe? I guess that would be... That was a really good movie, too. It was, that was super long, too. Yeah, it was the Scorsese one with DiCaprio. Yeah. And, uh, Mark Wahlberg was in it. Was it not too, Matt Damon? It? Matt Damon was in Matt it, Damon. yeah. It's a difficult genre to, to make a new film for now because of what's gone before being such stone-cold classics, and then you've obviously got to deal with the TV drama side of things with The Sopranos. Yeah. And well, apparently yeah. that, that new one, that's it's not mob-related, even, but it's like The Highwaymen. It's set about as the Bonnie and Clyde... Uh, era and it's the two cops that were chasing after Bonnie <coughs> and Clyde. Oh, it's, it's a movie. Uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. Looks oh, maybe really fucking good. So, um, I, I've not, I've never seen it. So, definitely bro, a bro. thousand percent bro. Uh, last one here is Anthony Thomas, uh, another Joker movie. <sighs> bro, no. Anthony Thomas is my guy from from back at home. We sent the shirt. Anthony. Anthony. Is that the one with a great? Yeah. He got, yeah. he got the shirt okay then. Yeah, yeah. He put he a did. picture up on the Facebook page. Saying, oh, did uh, he? Yeah. Okay, so, I never saw it. Thanks know. a lot for shipping Night that out. Um, now, see, so the, for Andy Max, uh, no, it's so in the last 10 years, this will be the third incarnation of the Joker. Mm hmm. So Heath Ledger and the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Yeah, I'm aware of him. And then Jack Nichols, Jack well, Nicholson was a Joker that before. That was back in the day. Yeah, he was good day. too. He was yeah. good. But then so there was uh, Jared Leto's one in the Suicide Squad, which was fucking terrible. Right. Okay. Like he went too far into it. Like it would have been a really good idea because he presented the Joker as more of a mob boss right. than just like a super villain. But he went far too deep into the character and just came off as annoying. So who's doing it next? So Joaquin Phoenix yes. is doing it, but it's like a standalone origin film, right. which a lot of people are unhappy with because the thing about the Joker is his origins fairly fluid. Like no one really knows what his jo his origin is. He's just this guy. Just but the Joker, man. but yeah, this film is Joaquin Phoenix sort of as a, a failed stand-up comic who kind of goes a bit psycho. So it actually looks because it's Scorsese, I'm sure, who's directing it. Oh, all right. So it's like a sort of standalone. So I actually, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. And then I watched the trailer came out. And I'm actually really interested to see how this one plays out. Because I, I do like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, um, he's good. I think he's a really good actor. The trailer so looks really, really good. It looks interesting. It doesn't look like your stereotypical comic book film. It looks more about one guy's descent into madness. Yeah, somebody saw somebody posted something about it and they put a picture of Joaquin Phoenix up with his Joker makeup on. They're like, oh my God, this looks so good. <laughs> I was just like, you've not even seen the scene, bro. Like, yeah. he's not acted in it. Yeah, it like, does, it yeah his makeup looks year, good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to reserve it. judgment because I love Batman <laughs> and I love the Joker, I like the whole universe. So I'm just, I'm always holding out hope that they'll do it well. Yeah. So I'm going to reserve judgment on that one until I've actually seen the film. I'm sure it's next year. Or is it this year? Uh, I think it's this year. Think well, it's until it comes out, I'm going to reserve judgment on that bad boy. I'm gonna. Oh, Mama Dots is watching. Hey, he's, hey, Mama uh, Dots. Hey, see you in a few minutes. Um, also, Anthony is watching. We were just talking about him as well. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, bro, <laughs> the uh, the trailer looked really good, and it's like um, I, I like those origin kind of yeah. kind of movies. If they do it well, because there's a I'm sure it's a, there's a story called the Killing Joke where they actually explain. Pardon me. The Joker's origin. I think a lot of this is taken from that source material. So, if it's done well, just like any comic book film, if it's done well, if it's it, good, it's good. If it's good, it's good. That's good. It's good. It's good. So, I, I'm going to wait and see. I'll wait and see on that one. Ian Shepard also on the check-in. All right, Shepherd. lads. It's happening, lads. Everybody liking their new shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it um, Stoss messaged me? Is that tell Mama, uh, Mama Pat's thank you for um, for hooking me up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I messaged him the other day. I was like, you need to listen to the show, bro. He's like, why? It's <laughs> just like, you, you just need to message Phil, me when you've done it. Phil Rogers says, have you discussed Shazam yet? Shazam. That's the music thing, isn't it? No, that's the um, the new superhero <laughs> film. Remember we were talking about Shaq? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, two seconds. I've got an important message. Shazam! Do, 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 do. To this day! Sky, my mom says Skyla says hi. Hi, Skyla. What's <laughs> <laughs> happening? Uh, right, so yeah, we'll maybe get into a bit of. Is that brawn off for this week? That's brawn off finish. Well, maybe Thanks, we, should, everyone. we should roll straight into what we've been watching and listening to. What have you been watching or listening to this week? Um, so, I, let's say, I was re watching Reservoir Dogs and The Hateful Eight. Um, but I, I fucking love Reservoir Dogs. Just the scene at the start where they're all walking in their suits to little green bags. They doom. I don't think I've seen that actually. So I'm going to give that. Um, it's not my favourite Quentin Tarantino film, so I'm only going to give that six bananas. Right, okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to tone down my scoring. The, score, the scoring has been out of control the last uh, few episodes. Oh, um, it has. I've been watching the second season of um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix. It's like the new darker. How old, how old are you? It's not the same as it was. It's fucking grim and violent as fuck. Okay. Uh, it's quite interesting. That's good. I've not Has finished. It still got it. Melissa Joan Hart in it. Oh no, I wish. She's a fucking babe back oh, in the days, man. Bar. Clarissa explains <laughs> it all. And that shit. Yeah. Oh, big shout to Melissa Joan Hart. Um, I'm not finished watching it yet. I'm not super impressed thus far. But the first season was good. It looks amazing. Like the design and the way it's shot is fucking fantastic. Um, also, just buzzing about Game of Thrones. Yes. Next week, a week to a week to date comes out. So as of next Monday, we've seen the first episode. So so pumped. My friend Ryan, his wife works for HBO. He was at the fucking premiere last week. Shit, what did bastard! You, you obviously, can't say anything about it. Um, I haven't actually talked to one of my other friends. I, I, I've left our group chat, so I'm I'm kind of disconnected. But um, one of my other friends told me, and I was like, tell him I hate him. Um, <laughs> I, I would have just sat and filmed it all on my phone, and then be like, who's want a copy of this for a fiver? I know fiver. People are selling tickets for ten thousand pounds. You can sell it for fucking. Uh, it was the last one as well. So I was was flicking through some, just some random playlists on Spotify, and came across uh, the reup, Eminem D12. Yeah. Um, instantly messaged my man Sean Moran um, was just like do you fucking remember this album this was like Friday night <laughs> getting ready to go drinking down the park blaring the is fucking is that old oh, get your yeah. diamond ear in it oh, get, a di- <laughs> <laughs> get a polo shirt on flick that colour straight up um, so I'm going to give that a retrospective 7.5 bananas what? fucking that's a good album great album great production value man just yeah. everyone's a banger it's got that oh, it's, I think it's the last really angry album that Eminem did yeah, that that's just, got you know, but acting like you, you don't, don't know. know. Oh, yeah, like, ah, fucking brilliant, man. He's got a couple show. of remixes like Shake That Ass and that that are just like they've got different MCs on oh. it instead of like the normal one. And then I listened to that and then went to listen to the original Shake That Ass as well, like with the music coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a fucking great time this week. So, what about yourself, Andy Mack? I've not really watched anything I can think of. What have I been listening to? Dinner laugh. I've been listening to fucking Willie Nelson last night. Hey. Yeah, because I, I watched a documentary on his guitar. So I have watched something actually. There you go. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a documentary on Willie Nelson's guitar. 
How was that? It's interesting because I've got no idea how he's 85 and still doing it, and I'm not sure. Just, just Google, just Google mm. Willie Nelson's Stand. guitar. It's called Trigger. The thing is, I'm surprised it still plays. Was it the but same guitar? It's the same guitar he's been playing since uh, 1960-something or other. Um, and the, uh, you should see it's all full holes and everything. It's, mm. it's absolutely fucked. But he says that once the guitar goes, he goes because he can't find anything else that mm. sounds like it, plays like it. Mm. Uh, like if if you're a guitar player, you know, like his, his guitar's never been refretted. Fuck hell. So you can imagine like all the the little metal strips on the neck, the the frets, they're mm. all completely just like worn. I'm I'm surprised it plays. It's got huge holes in it. How's it still even playing? Yeah, at all? because he's got a guy. I think he's getting his name Stuart McDonald. He's got a YouTube channel, which is how I found out about this. Uh, and he does all these repairs for them. So on the back of that, then I went and ended up listening, listening to Willie Nelson. I sound like my fucking dad. Man, <laughs> uh, listen to a bit of that. Um, what else have I been listening to this week? Not much, man. Like All I've done is college, college work all week. Mm-hmm. Fucking papers and essays and multimedia videos and all the stuff from my fucking website, from my employability, my placements and all that shit. So, like, I've got nothing to report. That's probably why I'm sitting yawning halfway through this episode because I'm fucking bursting. <laughs> Burst like a ball. Yeah, and I've not been drinking or, like, getting out, like, on it or getting wrecked to that at all. I've just been working so much this week on assignments. For... You're not off on holiday? Yeah, I'm off on holiday for next week as well, but... Busy, busy. Well, the point is, it's like, I go back next week, you want to see my list of stuff to do, so like, I don't want to have to go back and be teaching and then worrying about, oh shit, I've still got to get a thousand words written from a research paper, I still need to put together this yeah. multimedia video for this website, it's just mm. like, get up every day, batter through it. Bang it out. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. So I'm not really getting my, but then the thing is, it'll all be over for me in five weeks. Five weeks, that's it, it's done. Cool. That's it, corner, four, four years of studying is done in like five weeks, I'm like, Fuck, that's a harrowing thought, man. Um, so smashing it anyway, though, bro. Hell well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all about that first class for me. That's all I want is my fuck BSc, Bachelor of Sciences, first class. That's all I'm interested in. But that means that, you know, while other people are kicking back and chilling and watching Netflix and listening to tunes, I'm sitting writing papers and doing scripts for voiceovers for videos because that's stuff's so time-consuming, man. Mm. You can't just rock up and make a video because then and go, oh, I'll just voice over this. Like we do. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I've got to sit and write a script and then I've got to make sure that script's going to marry up with the video. Okay, that's looking good. And then I've got to go and sit and narrate it. It's not so easy sitting there with a bit of paper and you're like, blah, 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 yeah. They were brilliant. I love those things. If you ever need any help, I'll come around and help you. <laughs> so, oh, boys, honestly. Um, so, yeah, no listening to a lot, but that was a good documentary to watch. It was interesting. Just Google the guy's guitar. Look at the fucking state of it. Trigger. Trigger, it's called. Yeah, just Willie Nelson's guitar. And then I listened to some Willie Nelson and the boys. And the boys. And the boys, the outlaws on the back Willie of it. and the boys. I, I honestly can't think what else I've been listening to, so I won't hold up any more time. Mickey Dots. Move on. Um... I watched uh, two nights ago Kevin Hart special Irresponsible on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I that. Two. Two bananas? Two bananas. I Mike! Would, I would agree with that. Is this the new scoring system or is this... This is poor, poor, poor work on oh, behalf of Kevin Hart. It is His last two terrible. have been rank. Like, I, I laughed maybe twice and I actually had to cut it off toward the end. I was like, this is, this is subpar. Even for him, 
Like he's a he's a movie star now. Let's like just let's yeah. just stick with that and and do that and just be funny in the movies. He, he can't do comedy anymore. Like it was so awful. You uh, can tell it's not real as well. Eh? It's just not. You can tell he's got a million guys writing stuff for him now rather than him. What's funny is is like they cut to people in the crowd because he shot it in London, and he, they cut to people in the crowd, and they're not even laughing hard either. It's just people. It's, I don't know, man. Everyone who seems to go down this route, though, like Eddie Murphy, like they they don't stick with comedy. Like everyone goes and does something else. Yeah. So just stay out there. I, mean, I know he wants to be the hardest working man in show business. You can do that with movies, bro. Like just just stay out there. You can't don't do ruin your legacy. You're, you're actually out working on it. He was on Joe Rogan last night as well. I'm gonna watch that though. I think yeah. that would be funny because I think it'd be funny off off the cuff. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I want to see a Joe Rogan get him stoned. <laughs> I hope he smokes some weed on I'm not going to watch it because I don't think he's funny. Yeah, oh, he's he's just, he was funny back in the day, man. But he's, like, yeah, he's, he's just not. He's not. Like you see, he's brilliant in films, but yeah. he's not doing the work that he would have been doing when he was a stand-up comedian. No. Uh, I told you guys about it. The Old Town Road remix dropped. Billy Ray Cyrus is on it now. Still so, not heard it we, yet. Well, I think we talked about this last week where Lil Nas. Uh, released a song. It was on the country charts, but then they pulled it off the country charts because they said it wasn't country enough. It was too urban sounding, I guess. So then Billy Ray Cyrus came in like Stone Cold with the chair, came out and was like, you know what? I'm going to body this. And they showed them in the studio. He's playing the guitar. He doesn't have the mullet anymore. He's got like long hair like The Undertaker now. It's crazy. But anyway, um, wrestling theme show today. He's an OG though, Billy Ray. He is an OG, yeah. And Don't it's awesome. His verse on it is awesome. And it was, it was really good just to see like... Uh, like people on Twitter that I follow, like black people on Twitter following, just being like remembering Billy Ray Cyrus from back in the day from Don't Break My Heart, from Aki Breaky Heart, you know what I mean? And they were like, oh yeah, that was a good song. And I was like, oh, I thought I was the only black motherfucker that liked that song, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it was catchy and people liked it. And it was good seeing them to come together and him to support a young artist and be like, you know what? They may have shot you down, but we're gonna. I'm gonna give you that credibility from the countryside of music if he has it. I'm not even sure Plus, if he still he was does. Probably but, would have made that coin. Yeah, now and that too. I'm sure they're gonna put a video out. He's probably got a project coming out pretty soon anyway. I, I always think that the established guys, like your Billy Ray, <laughs> guys that have been in the industry a long time. The only time they're supporting folk coming through is when they're fucking needing to make some money. Because generally, folk get up and they pull the ladder right up behind them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking see you later. Uh, also, uh, Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, I recently, thought we were going to talk about this last week, actually. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the reason, and that's funny you say that, the reason why I didn't talk about it, and I wrote it in the notes here, I was actually, like, super affected by seeing that happen. Like, I don't know why, I was just so sad to see an artist like that just get killed. Yeah. And I was like, I remember when Biggie died. I remember when Tupac died. And I remember being upset about it. And I didn't even really fuck with Nipsey Hussle like that. Like, I listened to his music, and I like mm -hmm. him. Actually, not really. I listened to some of his. I listened to Victory Lap, his last, his most recent album, because I heard everyone talking about it. I was like, oh, that's good, but I'm not going to go back and listen to it mm -hmm. again. And then I just hearing about the, the positive things that he was doing and then to see something like that happen to him, I was like, yo, there's no hope in this world for, mm -hmm. for anything. Like, people are just fucking psycho. Did you not think it was odd? The first couple of days, everybody's just having a, another meltdown online. Oh, the government's killed him. Yeah, it's like, like, shut no. the fucking... Just wait a minute, man. Uh, and it turns out it was just some dude that came into his shop. Uh, I don't know whether the guy had stolen stuff from him before, but he told him to leave the shop, and he came back in, fucking tooled up. They, they said that he had a reputation away. for for talking to the police. So yeah, then they the got... Snitching. Yeah, they got into an, an argument. I don't even know if it was an argument, but he was like, I don't, you know, I don't want you around here. And the guy went, the guy went, shot him, walked away, came back, shot him again, kicked him as he was shot, and then came back and then shot him in the head. 
I was like, what, what's wrong with these people? Jesus Christ. But it seems to have brought that whole community together. Like, I saw a video of, like, all the different gangs in, in that part of the that part of the world came all together, and they were all there just to kind of... And I hope it's, like, a start of something, especially in that part of the world, in, in, in California. I hope it's a start of something good. You know what I mean? I don't want him to die and everyone be like, oh, well, just another dead rapper, just another mm-hmm. dead gangbanger, you know? I, mate, I, I've wanted to sort of say that as well. I was just sitting there thinking, God, how powerful would the black community be in L.A. if they all just said, let's stop fucking killing each other. Hell let's yeah. stop all mm. these gangs, just kill each other and work together. And I hope this is the moment. I hope this is what it's going to spark that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it sucks that someone had to die because of it, but yeah. I hope now this is going to be the thing. Let's galvanize the You know what? Thing, yeah. Let's do what Nipsey was trying to do and just buy up different parts of our neighborhoods and then just just do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's what happens. And I remember I was watching on Instagram and I saw uh, the game was, he was just driving around and he was just crying his eyes out. Just like, like is this how you, this is how we do our stars now? Like, this mm-hmm. is what we do to people now? So like, I, I didn't even know. I'd never heard of him. I'd never heard of Nipsey yeah. before. I've I've not even actually listened to his music now, but like I was like I've read a lot of stuff that he was doing in the community, and he was yeah. So yeah, I hope you're right. I really oh, hope listen you're right. though, within the scene though, there's still plenty of folk who come crawling out the woodwork, man. I noticed particularly on Facebook actually, a lot of guys down said, "Yeah, I was so gutted about this Nipsey, and I was a huge fan." And then I think to myself, "I was like, were you? Yeah." And I was seeing you chatting about his albums, and I was seeing anything like that, and then all of a sudden you're coming out and you know. It's almost like people just feel like they have to post something just to say they're betting they'll tart it yeah. up in any way just yeah. to to make it seem more acceptable. And um, I don't know. I felt kind of good listening to the Joe Budden show uh, last week, and uh, they were talking about people were like, "Oh, you're listening to Nipsey now. You didn't listen to him last week," and they were like, "That's okay, though." Like that's Lisa, o- that's okay to listen to that like, stuff, I'm, and I felt look good. I was like, you know what? I listened to it, and it wasn't for me. But now I'm listening to it now, and I I'm hearing it from a different perspective, and I felt weird about it. I was like, oh, I don't want to be one of those people. And they were like, no, go ahead, <laughs> listen to it, yeah. <laughs> listen to it. He's got a family to support. I just you know wanted I mean? to, to on the back of that then throw you a great stat that I read, which is his streams of his music had gone up since his death by two thousand nine hundred and thirty-seven percent. That's nuts. So nearly three thousand percent. Fucking hell. Good. Like you good. said, fucking yeah. good. Like, and that's what's going to pay for his family. Yeah. It's all going to go to war. He's got a wife. He's got two kids, I think. <clears throat> just another fucking waste of life, man. And it's just how 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 cheap must be the value of life where you can just go and just kill someone. Just you know for I mean? the sake that they asked you yeah. to move on. And it's not even, yeah, just for that. And yeah. it's the same thing that's happening in London now with all these stabbings and everything. How is there, do you, why do you not think that there isn't going to be any blowback because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you think you can just take someone's life and just, all right, I'm going to go home now. See you later. And then what annoyed me was that he went to, like, a, they said he did have, like, mental issues, the guy. But then he went straight to, like, a mental institution, and then he got arrested there. So that's going to be the case now. It's going to be like, oh, well, you know, he was mentally disturbed, so... I don't know. Very uh, disturbing. Maybe please sign to, it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah you Sorry to end on a downer note. No, but, uh. <laughs> I'd just like to say it was something that had happened last week and something I've been keeping sort of close tabs on as well as yeah. the, the weeks sort of progress. So I'm glad you, you brought it up, Mike. That's not a downer at all. No, no. I'm so fucking buzzing, boys. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, we got Patreon stuff to do, so we better be buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, should we read out our, our people again? Chop yeah. 669. <laughs> Shout to Claire. <laughs> Uh, I hope that is Claire, actually. Maybe it's not. Sure I it assume is. it is, sure yeah. It is. Uh, Craig McCaffrey, Davey Forrett, Callum McLaughlin, Ralphie Roggs. See you on Friday, Ralphie Roggs. Saturday. Uh, 
Stevie Tosh, Andrew Henderson, Nate Black, Ali Cook. Thanks for setting us right and all the shit that we fucked up last week. Uh, Rachel, we should be paying you, Ali. <laughs> uh, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. And Fraser Rafe. Nice one. Hey. Uh, shout out to Stevie Max Skate School this week's sponsor. Yep. Message Stevie Max Skate School on Facebook. All ages and capabilities are catered for. Look them up. Try getting your kids into something different. Yeah. Yeah. No more soccer. Nobody on football. Nobody wants to see that shit anymore. Go hey. do something different. Hey, yeah. both. Anyway, thank you very much for those who have listened, contributed. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook Podbean, Monkey Surfing Podcast. Uh, you can email us, Monkey Surfing Podcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am on Twitter at underscore M dots D O T T S. <coughs> You'll find me at Macapella. Yali. Thank you very much. We'll speak to you next week. Peace. Hello. Bye.